This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey gang, big news in the world of We Hate Movies live appearances in this one. Well, you better get your holiday coat on because it's not happening until December. We're so excited. It's actually a hometown show for this Jersey boy. Only you. Jersey City's beautiful White Eagle Hall will be hosting the We Hate Movies podcast. And we're going to be talking about a Christmas movie, Eric Siska. What is that movie? Oh, my God. (laughs) It is the Santa Claus, the original film. Either way, is it original? Yeah, it's original. The first one. Tim Allen (laughs) finds a fat so falls off his roof. Yep. yep, we're gonna be talking all about it on December seventh, which is a day that will live in infamy at the White Eagle Hall. I mean, it, it incidentally lives in infamy. We, right. We're just we're yeah. to the side of it. We're adding to the infamy. Yeah, it's, just, exactly. it's more infamy because this will be uh, our debut in Jersey City, and this is what it's come down to, folks. Steve Sadak. Refusing to get on planes, mm-hmm. refusing right. to get a driver's license to help That's out right. with rental cars. I refuse to get on a train for this show. I'm fucking right. walking. Oh I gotta walk to the venue. So I guess this is the new normal, gang. Only wherever <laughs> Steve's legs can carry him. But it's an awesome venue, and it's really close to the train. If you're like you're in the in the city, or if you want to drive in from. Pennsylvania, wherever. Mm-hmm. Right, the path train's not too far, right? Path train's a, a stone's throw away. A area. stone's throw, folks. Come on out to the White Eagle Hall. That's right. Tickets are on sale now, so get them in advance. Get them fast. This is going to be a popular show. December 7th, White Eagle Hall, Jersey City, New Jersey. Tickets available right now at whmpodcast.com. Ooh. Ooh. It's Christmas time again. It's time to be nice to the Of the summer. Now on today's program, speaking of final shit, it's the season finale of We Hate Movies. We're talking about a real rotten one. It's Armageddon. I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Sadak. Chris Cabin. Eric Siska. And we hate movies. What were you doing? It's coming a little too hot. Welcome to the fine program. Thank you for tuning in, as always. Uh, like we mentioned up top, it's Armageddon from 1998, directed by Mr. Michael Bay. Uh, we've been down this road before with Michael Bay. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's the Michael Bayist of all the Michael this, Bays. This is the most Michael Bay movie of them all, I feel. This is the one. We did five of these fuckers last year, oh, man. Oh, right. Did we've, taken did, a, we'd, we'd been on a, a Bay break, a beautiful yeah. Bay did, break. He directed oh, yeah. every single one of those Transformers? Yeah, every ding-dong one of them, dude. But this is the one. This is one. We're going to be a little serious on this episode because this is an important film. This is Criterion Collection Spine number yes. fifty nine. Uh, oh, oh, is it number fifty nine? Something like that. This yeah, is definitely it's early Criterion episode. Right? Well, you know, this, this was a Criterion a, uh, Collection movie, and this was a serious podcast. We this might is, do a um, we might do a We Love Movies on the Rock at some point. But oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, that's, that's the that's better of the. Uh, if you have to talk about like action movies that deserve to be in the Criterion Collection, it is. Sure. It, it the rock is, is perfect. It is better. It is better. 
Uh, I was actually trying to look up to see that spine number here. This was like back in the day when it was like you can have a standard def DVD mm-hmm. or more importantly, the format that'll be around forever, laser, laser disc. Did you? I think Eric had the spine number. Was that? Did you make that I, up? Well, it was. There's a five and a niner <laughs> near, nearby. I was on their website today because his actually his um, his college professor wrote an essay on Criterion Collections website about his genius and if. And if Michael Bay wasn't spurred towards Hollywood ambitions, he would be the bad boy of the intelligentsia. Uh, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, he'd be Lars von he'd Trier. He'd be the darling <laughs> of academia. It's a spine. <laughs> it's spine number forty, by the way. Cool. Uh, wasn't, a, wasn't a fucking niner in there at all. <laughs> well, no. what, let me ask you a question. What comes right before forty? Thirty-nine. There's a niner right there, my yeah. friend. Just <laughs> one digit away. Yep. Oh, that taped-up garbage bag has to be yours. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, there's been so many Tommy Boy references lately. Like, I, I want to go back and rewatch it. Speaking of shit that should be in the Criterion Collection. Oh yes, absolutely, <laughs> definitely, definitely. And t- Chris Farley, had he lived, would have been one of the bad boys of the Intelligentsia for sure. Of course. Oh, oh yes, <laughs> definitely. He'd probably have some sitcom that we'd all hate. Yeah, that's a really good point. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He'd be playing a fucking doofus dad uh, for some reason. Now, um, I also want to make a point, as this is the season finale okay. of, of We Hate Movies. A long while back, ages ago at this point, we did the other of these movies. Oh, right. 1998's oh, yes. Deep Impact. Yes. I think it's like episode 10 or something. That's shit. probably behind a paywall, man. There's a niner in there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's uh, maybe the first or second episode with Justin J.K. It was, yeah. That's that's how he got his disaster uh, movie expert uh, street cred. Oh, that's totally right. I'm just looking it up here because this it's so long ago, you guys. Does anybody want to... Oh, okay. Anybody want to put a guess in? Spy number we hate movies episode? <laughs> 23. Uh, All right. Uh, 18. All right. I'm going to go 30. Eric wins. Uh, 17. Oh, oh yes. And I believe one if you digit away. If you went to that uh, episode, which, by the way, patreon.com slash we hate movies, $5 level, subscribe to that shit, unlock the archive, uh, commercial free. But I think somewhere on there we were like, yeah, we'll get around to Armageddon. <laughs> yeah. And now look at us fucking eight years later. It's finally <laughs> happening. I finally got to watch this awful movie again. Why? Well, I, I watched this about two and a half years ago. Oh, which I, I now. Well, <laughs> <laughs> great. You know what? Great question. I don't the know. hard hitting questions here on We Were you snowed in? No, just sometimes <laughs> Netflix is like, hey, we just got this movie. You want to watch it? You're like, yeah, sure, Netflix. We'll hang out. And now here's the thing I, I, I think there's a metric for. Because uh-huh. uh, I was talking about fiance, they were like, oh, we have to watch Armageddon. And I was, uh, she was like, oh, we haven't watched that in forever. And then I was like, yeah, we just watched that. And I think just watching something, you any it's a year per hour. That's when what? you can say Wait. you've just, if you've watched something, like if a movie's two hours long yeah. and you watch it two years ago, you've just watched it. I see. Yeah. Interesting. Theory. Or 90 minutes, you know, it's a year and a half. part of your sprawling law, law legislation. Yeah, I've got, I'm putting a package movies. together here. This one okay. makes even less sense. Yeah, I, <laughs> I think it also, though, has to do with, like, the quality of the movie, right? Mm. So, like, ah. 
I <laughs> criterion. I uh, I I, I had, just a, had his fingers to his chin. Well, I'm thinking about the fucking smart movies. At least they weren't in his mouth. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, but just like I uh, I had a real rough time watching this. I uh-huh. fucking hate this movie. Sure, I, I hadn't seen it in well over a decade plus. Gotcha. Um. So for me, like ten years from now, I'm gonna be like, oh, I just watched Armageddon. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, know I got what you. I mean. I got you. I got you. <laughs> oh no, I'm never watching it again after this. This is it. Why would you? No, this is done. I so, do think just watched. I don't know. It's a bit. I think like a few months. <laughs> yeah, you just that, watched it. You watched it recently within two years. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's okay. my. That's, that's, that's my not bad. Could have do it in Medmint on this long. <laughs> Especially if it's a. Th- Sorry, Steve. Three hours long. Yeah. This is how it gets through the house. <laughs> yeah, yes. you got to compromise here yeah, and there. Some concessions have to be made. Uh, so, Eric Siska, could you please uh, distill this movie down to its bare bones? What's this movie uh, about? Uh, yes. Well, it is a. Fine motion picture in which <laughs> worthy a, of the Criterion oh, Collection, of course, no doubt, undoubtedly. So, <laughs> an asteroid that what accent is this? <laughs> smart. Okay, he sounds you. like one of those fucking politicians from episode it's like one. Horny, it's like your horny history. Character. Oh Lord Sidious, an asteroid is coming, <laughs> and this it is an asteroid we have not we have not detected. Uh-huh. Until now, <laughs> and it is eighteen days. It's like <laughs> it's like a the ring. If the ring tape was an asteroid and doubled the size, I don't know. I'm getting lost in the yeah, weeds here. Say, anyway, all right, all right. wow, well, who knew someone would have have trouble expre- explaining the plot of Armageddon? Okay, an asteroid's coming to hit Earth. Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, they're going to send, because astronauts and eggheads are so fucking dumb, they didn't see it coming. Uh-huh. So they're going to they're gonna send the roughnecks. That's the right. Oil the drillers. Blue-collar America. People that hate the environment and Greenpeace. <laughs> and to show all these smart, you know, these eggheads that they were wrong, they will take care of it. No, you sit down... You sit down, smart guy. <laughs> you don't know. You don't know how to be a man. And there's a man stuff happening coming in here. Uh, yeah, a millionaire, so that a millionaire man, it. by the way. <laughs> yes, yes. Bruce Willis is a millionaire. All oh, right, he pretends, multi-millionaire. He I pretends would say. not to be. Yeah, which yeah. It makes him a man. It's, it's, oh, I yeah, see. Yeah, yeah that's that's the. That man. means the yeah, guy's that, guy. He's relatable. Exactly, because oh, this guy boy. exists. We, right. we open on some Chuck Heston narration. Of course, you will forget that that is how Ever, this movie I, I just watched it and I forgot about it. <laughs> He's basically like there were dinosaurs, and then a big rock. Fell and all the stupid dinosaurs died. Welcome to Remedial Science 1A. I'll be your teacher, Chuck Heston. This is an atom, you idiot. <laughs> Michael, Michael, could you come here and light my cigar, you little worm? <laughs> now, here's the thing this movie is uh, two hours and 31 <laughs> minutes. Yeah. Jesus so- Christ. Fuck you, first of all. Yeah, oh, big time. But, like, you want to know how you can start trimming this shit down? I don't need this dinosaur comet fucking prologue. Nope. Nope. It is pointless. Nope. Cut to Eddie Griffin. <laughs> fucking do it. Just yes. go straight inciting, to... Inciting, yes, inciting incident. Fucking rocks fall from space and kill people. 
I would like it. I would like it. Yeah, you, I, and I actually, um, I had a bit of a, a Berenstain Bears situation because I was like, is it Eddie Griffin or Mark Curry in this movie? And I was like, oh no, it's both of them. Both of them doing yeah. the same kind of character <laughs> twice, pretty, pretty much. Yeah. yeah, they're both dudes scared of falling objects. Also. Let's just get this out on the table if we're going to talk about this scene. This movie and your perception of it changed drastically on September the 12th, 2001. Yeah. Yeah. It's a a rough one. It's a a weird one. It's fucking crazy. Are you referencing the World Trade Center shot in this movie? That, but also just like the, I mean, you know, all of that imagery. Like when they show the shot of like the top, like the... The, the top of the Chrysler building. The point yeah. of, I think oh, it's the yes. Empire State Building oh, okay. falling, and you're just watching people fall to the ground. Yeah. Like Grand Central Station. Like oh, that, that oh thing was- yes, yes, yes. And, you know, this is where I think they got the idea for 9 11. <laughs> <laughs> Either that or the Super Mario Brothers movie. <laughs> I think both. Both of them actually have a cut to 65 million years later, actually. That's totally Does anyone true. know the spine number for the <laughs> Super Mario Brothers movie? <laughs> I believe that's 232. Whatever that, oh, uh, yes. that genius blog, or it was like a Tumblr or something that made like fake criterion covers, oh, right, I which oh, yeah. I fucking loved because they were always like, spot on i think they did mario brothers at one point <laughs> and it was amazing. genius i uh i love the dig at godzilla here because godzilla came out the same year and like it, there was a time in american culture where um michael bay and roland emmerich were like the Salieri and amadeus of shit taking <laughs> shots at each other in their movie my god he made such a load that <laughs> i'll never be able to replicate it <laughs> All this bullshit. <laughs> it's amazing. Oh, that's right, because like Eddie Griffin's got a little dog that's like fucking with a dude selling Godzilla merchandise yeah. on the street. And then like the dog bites Godzilla, which is like Godzilla's lame for babies. Here come an asteroid. But nobody was safe for the uh from the commentary of these movies. Cause remember in Godzilla too when Roger Ebert got fucking shafted? Yeah, man. With like I- the character of Mayor Ebert. <laughs> <laughs> no one was safe. These movies were saying something. The glove. Are off. Uh, yeah, so th- this New York is decimated, like Big really time. bad. Yeah. Like it's 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 literally worse than nine eleven. Like I think it's also worse than Independence Day, not for nothing. No, Independence Day is all that green goop gets everywhere, right? Goop? What the or, fuck no, are you talking <laughs> green, about? Oh, did you just watch that movie? <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I haven't watched that in a long time. But no, it's a green explosion that takes out the whole city. I believe. Well, oh yeah, it's, it's like scorched uh, earth. It's a yeah. fire goop. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's like a napalm. The beam hits the Empire State Building. Yes, right. and like there is a huge explosion. I feel, but like I know I think the city's done for. I man. think the five boroughs is gone. The whole thing, yeah. all five, <laughs> even Staten Island. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did you expect no construction workers yelled at the fire yeah. in, a, in a back? Yeah, down. please, please save, save Staten Island, please do it. I Get saw alien out of here. I saw construction workers yelling at those aliens from Jersey City. <laughs> is the other side of the aliens? <laughs> sure. <so>. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so uh, we cut to NASA, which is uh, run by Billy Bob Thornton, and he's like, "What the hell is going on here?" He's, he's got I, Billy Bob Thornton's a lot of fun in this movie. He's naturally bald because whatever you know, you, that's a that was a retcon. This is this, Billy this Bob is Billy days. bald in this movie. It's fucking <laughs> yeah, unsettling. He was, wasn't he always bald? Yeah, until, like Sling Blade. Wait, but now he's, he's super bald. Now he's not. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Is that, yeah. Is that right? That yeah. looks. Peace-ish in oh, Goliath. Yeah. Oh, he's got pe- he's got pieces I a would mile think so. long. Yeah, I, he's got no, a I whole, think he's like, walking around like he's got a peace warehouse, dude. I think he's doing the pivot where it's like, no, it's always been like this. What are you talking about? 
No, oh, I shaved the front of my Jeremy, head for Judgment Night. Come on now. <laughs> come now, Jeremy. <laughs> Who do they think they're fooling with that? Honest. Cause it let's, looks all right sometimes. Who, Piven? No, yeah, the Thornton's all right. It's always <laughs> like mean, a... It's fine. Like I don't really care if he someone wears a piece. He looks ridiculous in that Goliath show. I'm sorry. I, I it looks I like a dead is. skunk on that head. <laughs> what is... What is distill Goliath? He's like us. a bad boy lawyer who's like trying to Billy Bob. Or yeah, p- okay. I already that's, fell. That's I already fell asleep. Yeah, you <laughs> I watched like three episodes and I was like, nope. What later. Is, what is that crackle? <laughs> that's a Hulu. I think. Oh, no, yeah. it's Amazon. Oh, Amazon. That's oh, why yeah. you don't know what it is because it's an original Amazon show. <laughs> ah. Yeah, I don't, I don't watch those. Uh, so he. <laughs> Uh, it's Billy Bob Thornton. He discovers now. Oh, oh, actually, some. It's actually this old fucking dude with his wife, and he's abusive, and he's yelling at her about getting his phone book because he's he's the one guy that notices this huge fucking asteroid that's coming to Earth in 18 days. And unlike Elijah Wood in Deep Impact, who gets a bunch of credit for discovering this thing, yeah. this dude is just immediately thrown away to the waste bin of cinema. But also, like, and I mean, like, the, the, these movies were made kind of concurrently, and actually I think the screenwriter of Deep Impact said that he had a meeting with Disney, and then they just... Disney basically like made Armageddon in a rush to beat Dip, Deep Impact. Like, oh, that's a good movie, we'll make it ourselves kind of a deal. Jesus, that is shitty. Uh, but it's... It makes more sense in Deep Impact where it's like they find out like a year in advance and then they make the ship yeah. and then they have to do the thing. And like it takes a full year that to was, do their shitty plan. Because uh, I was I was thinking about both of these movies today and I couldn't remember. What is the actual plan in Deep Impact? Oh, God, I couldn't tell you. Because it's like Robert the Duvall arc, is an astronaut. The They're all going to go oh, God. Um, into like underground no, caves. No, 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 not that part. The the space part. What are the astronauts doing? Oh, they're doing something. They're doing a similar plan to this. They're like going to try to blow it up. Because oh, it's yeah. like you got Ron Eldard as yeah. an astronaut. And he goes blind in that movie. Yes, because oh, he sees man. the sun, I think. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, they're going to try to blow it up, but yeah. the whole humanity idea is to just put them in a bu- fucking cave. That's always, dude, man. It, when least, I see those plots, it bothers me because I know I would never be selected oh, not in a million one. years. Oh, no, no, no. At least Morgan Freeman's like, look, America, this is what's going on, everybody. You've got 12 months to live. And, well, start I, fucking. Hey, everybody, <laughs> start. If you're not fucking now, Start fucking. And fu- and fuck everybody. Don't, <laughs> don't just fuck your spouse. Fuck everybody. <laughs> I, Morgan Freeman, the president, am announcing that monogamy is dead. Get to fucking. We're sex- all polyaminous now. The sex purge begins. <laughs> Ronald Dodd is blind. We're fucked. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, he, he realizes the Earth has 18 days to fix this problem. Jesus <laughs> Christ. And um, we cut to... And he, uh, Jason Isaacs has a plan about drilling a hole Jason Isaac's pretty good in this movie uh drill a hole into a uh asteroid and then blow it up from inside right which is or funny. if you want the idiot version uh-huh. as they it's, put it's, it please. uh if you put a firework in your hand uh-huh. you just get burned but if you close your fist around the firework it blows up oh yeah. i no, missed that oh, analogy. oh no 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 it's better than that chris it's <laughs> your wife's opening your ketchup bottles for the rest of your days oh that's what they say ah! yeah <laughs> So so it's like, you know, God's hand is this asteroid, and now he can't he can't have space ketchup anymore. Oh man, space ketchup! I bet that's delicious. Yes. It's a green goop. <laughs> Turns you into a green goop. Is that what happened to uh, JPP on the Giants? Is that what he's doing? He's trying to 
<laughs> he was like, no, 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 it's Armageddon. Look, let me show you. Let me put this firework in my hand. Man, Jason Pierre-Paul getting frustrated at a barbecue trying to explain the plot of Armageddon. That's what led to that horrendous injury. It's how we stop the end of the world. Man, can we just put a fucking human-wide moratorium on playing with fireworks? Can we just stop? Can we stop giving a fuck about fireworks we my can't. god we can't all these these states down south allow it is it. just the fucking dumbest yeah if goddamn w- thing if one person dies by firework a year that's a hundred people too many like yeah. you know what i mean that's just, <laughs> it's just the math is so off on that i'm almost thinking more might be good <laughs> like instead of doing it in your hand people like try the mouth just try to swallow it real quick try the mouth See indeed what happens that's or or go the jackass route, could put it up your butt. Oh right, they were putting fireworks up their asshole. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. God, anything oh, to make I a dollar. I think in Japan they were doing that. What? I'm pretty sure they were in Japan when there was, was a Japanese wait, uh, jackass oh, no, when they went to Japan. When they went oh. to Japan, they did this stunt on a balcony. Well, oh. when in Rome. <laughs> I'm just saying it's a lot of risk for two seconds of color yeah. in the sky. That's all. Yeah. No, I think I think they're useless too. Also, um, it hurts dogs, PTSD victims. It's, totally. yeah, there, there's it's, there's it's, a lot of reasons. It's, fu- it's fucking awful and it's stupid. We'll get yeah. off our soapbox now. I mean, so- I'm, I'm, old, I'm old enough that I don't like it when the television is loud. <laughs> <laughs> Honey! <laughs> it's on fireworks setting again. <laughs> Come in here and open my ch- ketchup bottle. No, my hands are fine. That just sounds like a great idea. The bass is rumbling my ass again, sweetheart. <laughs> I held a TV in my hand. That was the volume was too loud, and it blew up my hand. <laughs> so, uh, of course, we have to go to the greatest drill, deep sea driller of all time. All time. <laughs> this is ZZ Top. <laughs> ZZ Top Armageddon remix. I'm an asshole. <laughs> I'm a big fucking dick. <laughs> so we cut to Bruce Willis. This song is playing. Yeah. He is uh, golfing at Greenpeace because they're telling mm. him, hey man, don't destroy the planet. And he's like, <laughs> and like it's from this point that I realize like the position of the people making this movie is sure. Oh yeah, of course. It's it's, it's fuck the Greenpeace people. Yeah. Later well, on, he's like, oh what? You don't appreciate some good old fashioned oil? You need oil. I I'm thinking we've got a Rand Paul supporter here. <laughs> I'm oh, thinking the, because at the he very least because he makes a point about like I give fifty thousand dollars to Greenpeace a year. Oh, I see. While he's doing the golfing. But wasn't that some sort of, like, he was tying it back into some sort of joke? Like, I give them all this money, so so I deserve to do this. But that's, like, exactly what they're like. We care about the environment, but we also hate you fuckers. Yeah, you, 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 you liberal hippies. It's just such a fucking lame joke. Even by 1998, it's just like Greenpeace jokes. And it's also a way to make me hate this character who's going to carry the whole movie. I'm like, all right. <laughs> Even if it's like someone you disagree with yeah. for on whatever platform, you're just fucking hitting them with golf balls? Like, what a fucking and, asshole. And if this wasn't going to do it, the next scene fucking <sighs> yeah. puts the stake right in. It's, it's, so it's, <laughs> his, his daughter is uh, Lev Schreiber, no. <laughs> <laughs> I wish... <laughs> Hi, oh, Dad. Hi, Dad. <laughs> sorry, Liv Tyler. Liv Tyler. No, oh, no. oh, I'm sorry. Hi, Harry. <laughs> the best actress, best actor is Liv Tyler. No, I think you mean Lev Shriver. 
<laughs> the guy won that Emmy. Think that's, that's Mr. Shriver's Emmy. <laughs> when the fuck did Liv Tyler win an Emmy? No, nobody won anything. Oh, I see. No, just did problem. he win for... Uh, he might have won be, some for Or Ray nominated Donovan. for Ray Donovan, maybe. Uh, Movie, I, the show sucks, but whatever. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's something about, like... He's got to find Ben Affleck. It's all about where's AJ. They are saying AJ <sighs> all through this movie. It's late nineties. You got to have an AJ in there. Up and down <laughs> with the AJ. But did everybody catch his last name? AJ Frost. Really? Oh, oh no! Are you it, kidding me? That is the that most they... the most pathetic thing I've seen in the history of cinema is when he gets fired from Bruce Willis's rig and starts his own stupid baby rig. Uh-huh. And he has a big stupid sign that says AJ Frost president. Oh, absolutely. We should talk that's about a, that. You're person. not president Frost. <laughs> <laughs> That movie is just about as dull as it gets. <laughs> He's, uh, but AJ Frost had to be a Backstreet Boy, right? Yeah, there Wait. was an AJ. There was an oh, AJ in right. there, but Frost sounds right too. That would have worked, especially what with all the frosted tips in that band. Exactly. Yes. Speaking of frosted tips, uh, oh Ben Affleck's got frosted tips. No, oh. Bruce Willis's stupid blonde hair. <laughs> Jesus Christ, this is bad. This is like jackal level terrible with the Ooh. Bruce Willis hair. I think he was thinking like, well, you know, my guys out there in the ocean doing the dr- like he's he's ta- he's tanned and sun bleached oh, from all the uh, hard work. Oh, outside. Right. It's, it's a military thing. Thing, I think okay because oh. if it's a very specific hair Wehrmacht <laughs> well yes. no it's, it's space military in uh, Fifth Element he's got that blonde hair in there and that makes sense oh that's right so that's, that's three right. movies so far we have right now with Bruce Willis having blonde hair wow. this episode's brought to you in part by Rocket Money and they have this question for you they handed to me just now Mr. Rocket just handed me this Do you know how much your subscriptions really cost? Most Americans think they pay around $80 a month on subscription services, but the actual total is closer to $200. If you don't know exactly how much you're spending every month, you need Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. And with Rocket Money, you can lower those bills without resorting to having bean dinners every day of the week. You know, you have those bean dinners to try to save some few bucks. But if you were monitoring your spending with Rocket Money, you didn't necessarily need to eat every bean dinner. So find out what all the fuss is about. You know, over 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about, like the Stars app. Don't get me started. You don't have to go through all the back end of the website anymore. You don't have to call customer service. Rocket Money helps you manage all your finances in one place as well and categorizes everything. It's easy to keep track of a whole budget. Even I can do it and I got rocks in my head. So find out what 3 million people have already done. They've taken the rocket, folks. Stop throwing the money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash WHM. That is rocketmoney.com slash WHM. Once more, rocketmoney.com slash WHM, which stands for We Hate Movies. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, my 20s, while being a lot of fun, a lot of the time, were pretty rough. I wasn't exactly rolling in dough. I lived at home until I was about 25, and for most of it, I didn't have this show or you lovely people in my life. I just kind of drifted around without direction and didn't know where to voice that. 
Then I started to get my crap together one piece at a time. And the last piece, which didn't come until my early 30s, was therapy. And man, I wish it came along sooner. Ever since I started sitting down as a licensed therapist, I've had a place to voice my insecurities and try to fashion plans to help me achieve my goals. So that's why I'm thrilled we're sponsored by BetterHelp. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, and it's designed to be flexible, convenient, and suited to meet your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and the good thing is you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash WHM today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash WHM. Element it works the best. Well, of course, because he's yeah, in space. Yes, exactly. <laughs> well, he's, he's in space he, in this movie. He's in all yeah, kinds I mean, of space ketchup in that movie. This, I mean, this is so- fucking science fiction. They just don't like do any fantastical things with it. Oh, no, now I'm thinking like it's Bruce Willis. He's got a, a row of like uh, mannequin heads and different wigs on them. And yep. he's like, so uh, what's this next movie? Am I going to space? Bring me the blonde one. <laughs> Get me Lucille. <laughs> Uh, so he's farting around on this thing. Uh, he's looking for AJ. He goes into AJ's bedroom, and whoops, he's fucking his daughter, played by Liv Tyler. And we bring out the, I'm just firing a shotgun wildly on a fucking functioning no, oil no rig. No way. You get arrested. And nobody's got a problem with it. because well, it's, it's, it's just it's international waters, Chris. Oh, oh I true. guess that's true. He yeah. the law. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's also like paternalistic horse shit that we all just love so much uh. in this movie. It's like, it's my little girl, even though she's 31 years old. Like, you know what I mean? Like, let's Dude, dial yeah, That's just what I needed, baby. a, a roided out fucking Al Bundy. I'm going to tuck you in tonight. <laughs> I'm going to tuck You're 31 years old. I'm tucking you in. Hey, there well, is- that's, that's the creepiest thing about that scene is he's he's like, Oh, he like he, Bruce Willis comes into the room and he like picks up a bra and he's like, I know this bra. Oh, yeah, he does know her bra. <laughs> he's like, I know this bra very well. Oh, no. I thought, well, I read that whole thing as like he knows of only one woman who's on this oh, oil rig. Yeah, Who yeah. else would have a bra? Gotcha. But he also acts surprised when he finds out it is her. Like his Well, resp- dude, because like, he, he, he has all the information in front of him. Yeah. But he doesn't want to admit oh, okay. to it. Yeah, it's his I little see. girl, man. It's his, his little, little daughter. Girl. His little baby it's girl. Little baby, it's sweet. Little baby on an oil rig. <laughs> so, there, there is a sweet scene later in this movie uh, where all the guys from uh, the oil rig team gather around in a semicircle to tell Bruce Willis two things. Yeah. <sighs> One, they all collectively raised this woman. Sure. And two, they all want to fuck her brains out. Yes. Yeah. And it's yeah. the most uncomfortable. Like Steve Buscemi's like, yeah, we all raised her. And she's hot. And you're just yeah. like, what are you doing? I think, and I think Bruce Willis wants in too. If you remember that other scene where he's like peeping on Ben Affleck, fucking oh, like yep. sensually kissing her back, taking her bra strap yeah, off. Like, yep. Whoa! And here's the thing: I don't go in for any of the paternalistic horseshit, but I don't need mm. to see anyone kiss anybody's shoulder. That would that would drive me to rage. I don't care who it is. <laughs> <laughs> just like no, no, no. What yeah. a sensual shoulder kiss that it's, sets you he's off. Just nomming on it though, man. <laughs> yeah. uh, Steve, it's. It's called foreplay, <laughs> and, and Bruce Willis is mesmerized by it. It's disgusting. I can't look away. I, you know what? Right now, I don't want to miss a thing. <laughs> oh man, yeah. dude, the Aerosmith in this movie. Here's what you will forget: it's not just that yep. rock ballad. 
It's like fucking five Aerosmith songs, including that wretched fucking Beatles cover that they did. Oh, the, the come, come together, together yes. cover. Oh, yeah. oh my the, lord! Well, then there's the one in the strip club where he's like, "Piss on a saint." Oh yeah, and I was like, "Oh wow!" Right. Yeah, it's like "Piss on a saint" and "Love the devil." Yeah, or I was like, "What or? the fuck is edgy going on? Aerosmith?" <laughs> I no. dude, I'm sorry. They where... are they are one of the worst bands of all time. Oh, of course, I just can't. I've never. I, I never think could. that song was doing a thing where it's like, if you're good, like, ooh, the devil's mad at you, <laughs> and if you're bad, oh, then you got a saint. So just do what you want, yeah, so people. Just, just, you urinate just on a saint. Uh, urinate on a saint. So the crew on his his his, his oil crew is it's him. Uh, his number two is Will Patton, who's in this movie for no reason. He's smiling politely. That's Playing his only job in this chick. movie. Chick. Chick. Uh, number three is Daniel Plainview. <laughs> <laughs> There's an ocean under that asteroid. <laughs> no, actually, my favorite part of the movie is when the guy that's pretending to be Bruce Willis's brother takes his shoes. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> he gets even madder than when AJ was fucking his daughter. He beats him over the head to death. So yeah, he's firing uh, a shotgun at him. Uh, 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 We're Will going Patton. through the cast. Oh, yeah, at this Will, point. Will Patton. Yeah. Uh, Michael Clark Duncan is in this movie. R.I.P. Uh, Owen Wilson's in this movie. The aforementioned of- Steve Buscemi. Yep. He was done in like, Owen Wilson was done in like two days. Wow. wow. <laughs> <laughs> it was on stereo for Wait, that. Wait, so, so I can, I, I could just be in Armageddon and then I could just go shoot Rushmore? Hey, oh, hey, wow. Oh, no, my scenes got deleted. Wow. Can, can, I, uh, can I bring my cowboy hat? Is it okay if I play Edward Appleby in this movie? <laughs> <laughs> it's my character from Rushmore. <laughs> He's kind of an aloof, you know, academic type. <laughs> See, then that way it could be a sequel to Rushmore. <laughs> oh wow! Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna write uh, my wife. Uh, she loves Jacques Cousteau. I'm 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 drilling oil rigs on the ocean, babe. Uh, that fat guy uh, who's in a bunch of stuff. Yeah, oh. Ma- he plays the character of Max. Max, right? He's a, he was in Herman's Head. Is the only, the thing that I remember the most because I'm 141 years old. I think you're the only person on the planet that actually ever watched that yeah, show. Yeah, no, I don't Which know what that is. I know what Herm Herm. Where is it? Herman's Hermits? Herman's Hermits. Herman's yes, Hermits. thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. So uh, he's just a big fat guy. You've seen him in a bunch of stuff. He, he of is stuff. a uh, he's a Santa Claus in Home Alone. That's exactly yes, yes, that's yes, his yes, big yes. thing. Yes. Ah, thank now, you. I think his exactly other was. his other like bigger like 90s thing was I believe he's got like a beefier than others. Role in uh, Down Periscope. Well, he ha- well, he have to be beefier than anyone else. <laughs> so Nobody a- has as much beef as Kelsey Grammer, though. Uh, uh, Willis is firing wildly at uh, uh, Ben Affleck. He stops him. Uh, he fires him, and then here comes the U.S. military. Like Mr. Stamper, you have to come with him. He's like, I will. But I got to bring my daughter along because I can't trust her with anybody. Yeah, the, the oh, fucking oh, hordes yep. of horny dudes on this oil rig are all going to take their turn. <laughs> well, can we get in the Steve God. Buscemi well, for a second? That is the fucking position that he's taking. <laughs> can we get in the Steve Buscemi for a second? Because he makes more than one, and I mean multiple jokes oh, man. or references to how old are you? Or I didn't know she was that old. Or there was this yeah, one time. Like, why I don't I own this? Yes. Why don't I own this? Well, that's like when these when he sees the government dudes show up, he goes to Bruce Willis and he's like, hey, I swear she never told me how old she was. It's like, what? Is, you know what? One joke is way a lot. Yeah. A lot means like, what is this guy up to? Well, I read on the IMDb Tribune tribi- tri- oh. trivia uh-huh. that um, Steve Buscemi apparently took this role because 
none of that shit was in there and he didn't want to be typecast as a low life all those parts he was playing like sure. he didn't want to be fargo forever mm-hmm. uh-huh. I and mean, then michael bay added all that shit well, yeah, in after it's, he got it's a john waters character really yeah. i mean he's a disgusting disgusting like rat of a human being <laughs> oh <my laughs> whose name is rockhound yeah, by the th- way yeah which they say they call him call him rockhound why because he's horny which, I, like, oh my! Oh well, my friends a... just know me as the horny guy. Has to go invite your barbecue. Like, you got the cool guy, the fat guy, the guy who knows all the basketball trivia, and the horn dog. This is my group of friends. <laughs> he, who, who constantly refers to my twenty-two-year-old daughter as hot? Man, just being famously horny—that's <laughs> embarrassing. <laughs> Because it's not the same as like famously getting a lot of tail. Yes, right? that's a very different animal. You're just famous for being horny all the time. Embarrassing, Rockhound. Embarrassing. <laughs> that is weird. I mean, because he's talking about it all the time. I guess is the difference. There. And that's all he does. Like whenever we like cut to another scene, he's like trying to get a stripper to like have sex with him, or yeah. he's trying yeah. to like get in New Orleans. He's trying to pick up a lady by like. Telling her not to get married, or she she had been mar- she just got married, and he's like hitting on the bride, kind of yeah, yeah yeah yeah. Oh, it's all it's all fucking great. So Willis gets uh, meets Billy Bob Thornton. He tell uh, Billy Bob Thornton tells him the movie, which we already know, <laughs> and which we is- are told this movie at least like five times before the movie yeah. itself actually starts. Yes, and he's like, well, all right, I will go. And he's like, all right, they're like, we want, and this kind of makes sense. We're going to ask you to go up with this team of... Oh, no, to train this team of astronauts. Right. To use this oil drill that we we, uh, procured and uh, drill in. So you you know the best about drilling. Train them how to drill. And he's like, that's so stupid. It's like, no, it's not. (laughs) He also... He gets on this fucking high horse about how... He's like, oh... I recognize that drill design because I fucking made it. Looks like you government peckerheads took a trip to the patent office. Uh, uh, uh. That's right. Me, Harry Stamper, super genius, built the best drill in the world. Because that's what you have to remember about this movie is you are being reminded every, like, I don't know, five to six minutes that he is the absolute best at everything. He's the coolest. He's the richest. He's yep. the smartest. An oil tycoon will save the world. That's what <laughs> this is. This is saying. It's so fucking yeah. insane. It's yeah. so insane. Well, that's. I think Elon Musk watched Armageddon before he was building that submarine. He's like, oh, yeah. They're not going to save those Thai boys. I'm rich. I'll figure it out. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Musk to the rescue. He watches Armageddon and jerks off. <laughs> He's like, look, you just put a little fucking spit and elbow grease into any idea, you can make it happen. This movie's yeah. about blue collar people saving the world. Which was what is what an oil tycoon and Elon Musk are. Yeah. Because why would why would people who actually like professionally save rescuers and navy the Thai Navy SEALs or whatever, why would they do it? No. Well, you know, it's sort of like asking, why would astronauts do this? No, no, only the genius. The can geniuses do that. that know the technology, people. That's who has to do it. <laughs> Did you see that other thing on the Tribune trivia? Apparently, Ben Affleck asked the same question of Michael Bay, and Michael Bay just responded with, "Shut up." That is it's actually in the commentary. Yes, the, Ben Affleck did a commentary uh, track for this movie, and there's clips of it on YouTube, and it's hilarious. It's amazing. He's wasted. I don't know if it's whoa, not my Ben Affleck. I don't know <laughs> if it's the booze or the water, but it's, like it's the booze. Yeah. It, but it's something. He is high on a horse, and it's this scene. It's this exact yeah. scene where, like, okay, so we just found out about this thing. 
Mm-hmm. 18, we've got 18 days. Yeah. They say they've got this team. They've been drill training for eight months. And he's like, oh, wow, eight whole months? Is that all you did? No, you got You don't know what drilling is. Like, yeah, you don't know what drilling is. You also know what drilling in space is. You don't know what space is, Bruce Willis. That's, it's just like, yeah, who knows what that fucking rock is made out of? Yeah, that's a great you know? call. It's fucking space stuff. Who the <laughs> hell knows? We've never seen it before. We never actually went up there. I mean, that's the whole. I mean, ben, ben Affleck goes over that whole thing. That that was his yeah. big problem yeah. with the scene is that he's like, you train drill, drillers to go into space and not space people to drill, which is relatively simple. So another thing that makes this movie so much longer than it needs to be is, and this is like a fundamental problem, I think, with like the structure of the screenplay, is like we have all the guys and they're all on the rig and like Bruce Willis gets called by the government and, yeah. you know, this assignment and whatnot. And then we have like 15 to 20 minutes yeah. of getting the band back together <laughs> when just... the band was already fucking assembled. <laughs> and also like how we have, we have 18 days. We're told it's, it's, it's the fucking, like Eric said, it's the ring girl. We get 18 days and yeah. we have to yeah. figure, but like, by the time we cut back, everyone is like, oh, you know, when they get off this ring, they scatter. And like Chris said, Ben Affleck formed a company. He's got a sign already. He's doing things. <laughs> That's makes insane. No, makes no sense. Or it maybe he's. No sense. Or, you know, maybe, maybe he's, he's do, double dipping. Ben Affleck had this company already. Oh, oh fuck. He's stealing shit. suppliers from work. He, oh, well, yeah, because he had to order that sign, that <laughs> fucking uh, brilliant sign of his. AJ, not only did you take my daughter, but this I'm pretty sure this is my stapler. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be fucking hilariously pathetic, though, if he just painted a sign that said he was like the president of a company and put it outside? I wouldn't put it past it. It looks like a lemonade stand sign. It does. It totally does. It's just a cute little kid's lemonade stand. Bugs Bunny fucking painted that sign in two seconds. By the way, to to double down on the horror angle, because I think it's there in this, because the Uh whole 18 days clock is creepy. And then when they do assemble this crew of of roughnecks, we're called them roughnecks. uh, One of the doctors giving them physicals and whatnot. Not Udo Kier. Oh yeah, yeah dude. Yeah, yeah. Udo Kier giving you a good look. See, dude. <laughs> yeah, imagine you're in a getting movie, my friend. A fucking psychological evaluation by a vampire. Yeah, those <laughs> yeah, cold hands well, touching your balls when you cough. Come on. They're also when Udo Kier is interviewing them. They're in a room that if you tripped, you would die. I don't know what this room is. I don't know room. who is like Billy Bob Thornton's Like, yeah, I'll get, send them into a spike room. See what happens. <laughs> I think that's for like acoustic purposes. <laughs> oh, oh, we record podcasts in there, and we do psychological evaluation. It is it, the psychological evaluation is actually a podcast. It's weird though because like none of it winds up mattering anyway. Because like this one doctor is like, these fucking animals should not go into space at all, and Billy Bob Thornton's like, yeah, but are they gonna die or what? <laughs> And the guy's like, well, no. And he's like, well, good enough for me. So then why test them? You have 18 well, days. Exactly. Yeah. Because of the banter. Like what you were saying with yeah. the podcast stuff. That's the <laughs> that's the plot. It's like, yeah, why don't we shoot a podcast at that asteroid? <laughs> it's a bunch of guys that chit-chat and they're having fun. Well, why don't we put that into the center of that rock and see what happens? I think it's more, they want to avoid the reality. And the reality is, is they would dope these people up and be like, yeah, get in the fucking spaceship. Here's yeah. the nuke inside. Oh, it. dude, you fucking oh. get, you go to sleep, you wake up, you're in outer space oh jesus but that's what they should do honestly though you you have 18 you have 18 days a tell the international community because you know what maybe jason isaacs is the smartest guy in nasa but there might be a guy in china that's like i have an even better idea and a guy in australia is like i have an even better idea 
That's the thing with Deep Impact. Or a woman, if a woman were allowed to be in this movie. I, I, Not in 1998. The one thing Deep Impact, I think, did well was that it was an international problem. Like yeah. This is like, the world. You're telling me there's no other space program Wait, uh, anywhere? But who owns the world, Chris? Oh, America. I'm sorry. Yep, that's right. Be- <laughs> there is funny that when uh, uh, the president is giving the speech about what Armageddon is... Yeah, uh-huh. when he they do like occasionally they like, will go in like somebody from Japan speaks, but like it's all overridden by the American president, I'm even though need... you're showing like India and Pakistan. What what Armageddon is? I'm going to need to know the definition. It is <laughs> <laughs> my horrible Bill Clinton. Uh, speaking of that presidential address, though, this was something uh, my wife and I were noticing watching it. it. Like Chris said, like everywhere around the world, people are getting this address. Did you guys notice? It's all from the radio. There's yeah, not yeah. a single television well, broadcast. In every this movie. time we cut to America, it's a WPA ad. I don't understand. Like it's a fucking. <laughs> it's, a, it's the great. Dep- it's the Dust Bowl. That's the th- like the end of the movie when everybody's like celebrating the victory and whatnot, and they're showing kids like running out with American flags and probably some fucking fireworks and whatever else. It looks like the fucking like earlier scenes in Tree of Life. Like <laughs> it's just like kids in the early sixties. So I was like, what is going on? They should have said it back then, like in the thirties. Yeah, and, you know, and the Armageddon happens when. When uh, Jimmy Stewart pulls that moon down. That's, <laughs> oh, that's... fuck. I knew this was a bad idea. I was just trying to impress a girl. Mary? <laughs> Mary, I caused Armageddon for you. <laughs> so uh, we do have a training montage. Yeah, the training montage is useless. Uh, Ellen Cleghorn's in this movie, by the way. Congratulations. Yeah, blink and you miss it. Is uh, she the one who's going to drill uh, Will Patton's ass? Yes. Okay. Yeah, she pulls out this huge dildo. I was like, now we're talking. <laughs> Fucking finally, Will Patton's going to get pegged in this movie. A little action in this Armageddon well, you, I mean, it's a Michael Bay movie. You need a little homophobia. You You're just like, need a little bit. you want me to pause it? It's the part where Will Patton gets pegged. <laughs> it's your favorite part. You don't want to miss it. Well, they should have called this one Deep Impact. <laughs> oh, yeesh. Yeah. It gets deep in his ass. It's Jason, oh. it's Jason Isaacs. Like, All right, listen. Understand this. If you you put a you put a you put a firework on someone's butt, it hurts, right? You put a firework up someone's butt, mm-hmm. someone's gonna be opening your ketchup bottles for the rest of your life. And we call it the jackass theory. <laughs> so, um, so we have an eighteen. It's it's a, a training montage that takes up a lot of time. We we learn how to do stuff. They they go inside this NASA engineered space crawling fucking drill and they tear it apart. They're like. This is wrong. What idiot did this? And I'm like, because of space. Like, you don't know anything about anything you're talking about. Yep. No, it's ridiculous that they're allowed to just fiddle with this you, thing. You get a fucking engineer from Ford to look at a, a fucking space car. He's totally wrong. You know what I mean? Like, he's like, oh, wait, how does this car? No, no, no. You're totally wrong because of space. Just like, no, but that's what this movie is doing, though. Yeah. It's these guys uh-huh. are all like, satellite operatives of Bruce Willis, <laughs> the smartest oh. and best man in the world. So they're all That's ever existed, I would say. Oh, no, yeah. In the history of mankind, the best. It's, ha- it's fucking Harry Stanford, then Lincoln. <laughs> I also love when they extort the U.S. government for money because to save the world, the world that they actually live in. They're like, oh, yeah, we'll save your world. By the way, here's what we want. <laughs> I don't have a problem with but that. But I don't, but it's just kind of, it's just kind of a weird move. But also it's not like we all want a billion dollars. Yeah. 
that would be fine. Like $10 billion sure. to save the world? Yeah. You can fucking afford that. Mm, I don't know. I'd be happier with the $10 billion. <laughs> <laughs> But it's weird that like uh, uh, Owen Wilson's got a lot of parking tickets that he yeah. wants erased. Yeah, then, then, then nobody wants to pay taxes again ever, which I believe <laughs> I, I watched. I watched Evil. this in Boo. theaters, and somebody cheered when that line happened. Yeah, it was like, Woo-hoo! of oh, course, God, dude. I this was joking. because it's this fucking like uh uh uh. uh, uh Totally lost my train of thought. Well, it's baby shit. I mean, it's baby shit logic. Yes. I'm sorry. Like, like, uh, d- because of course the fuck government be like, oh yeah, get whatever you like. Really, <laughs> whatever they want. They, yeah. No taxes. That's low on the list of things they're gonna give away to these idiots who are gonna go sacrifice themselves <laughs> to this goddamn asteroid monster. There's kind of a great gag though, where Michael Clark Duncan wants to camp out the Lincoln bedroom for a summer. Yeah. 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 But it's also that's a sequel I want. By yes, the way. of course. Bill Clinton, right before Bill leaves office, it's called totally. a bear in the White House because his character's oh, yeah. bear. Oh, it's, that's it's right there. It's all just he hey, uh, hey, bear. You want you want to go uh, on your motorcycle again? I love that bear, man. I found a dress in here. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a good uh, uh, other side to Abel Ferreira's movie about Steve Buscemi after this oh, movie. Jesus, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> so like. All this shit happens, by the way, and like they're all burnt out. They're, they're yelling at each other. This takes an hour. They're yelling at each other, and Bruce Willis has the balls to go up to Billy Bob Thornton. He's like, hey, Egghead. He's like, could you stop calling me that? He's like, hey, Egghead, listen. <laughs> These guys need a night off. I don't oh. care. I don't care what's going to happen. They need a night off to just blow off some steam because they're not going to know. They're not going to remember why they're doing this at all. I'm like, hey, they're doing this for the fate of the world. Well, yeah, you you're not going to forget that. Um, wouldn't uh, wouldn't you want to spend the last night with uh, your 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 wife and children? None of these guys have that doll, but <laughs> wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. We don't see Will Fickner going home to his two no. tots. No, the only one that has kids besides Bruce Willis, right, is is Will Patton. He's got uh, uh, an estranged family, right? He's got a little child and uh, some sort of ex lady friend and played by Judith quite, Hogue quite from the, term, uh, ter- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Quite the thriving gambling addiction. But I just feel like whatever's going on with Will Patton was scary. Because like she's like, you can't come around here. It confuses him. And he's like, yeah, I know. I know. I know what the court said. I know. That's, well, that's the other part. Yeah. She's like, you know what the court said about you coming here. So it's not just like we got divorced. No, yeah, it's like, like you, hitting... you are like legally barred from being on this front lawn right now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's, it's scary shit. But he doesn't, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter because the the law ain't gonna exist anymore in a few days. I could do whatever I want to these families. What are you gonna do? Not send me to space? I know how to do the drilly drill, so I could kill my family and no one can stop. Oh my me. god! If Will Patton kills his family, comes in, the next day covered in blood, like, well, I know how to drill. Yeah. I mean, Dude, what, why not? Just yeah, send him to space, he'll probably die. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, you'd get a free pass. And Steve Buscemi's trying to get a free pass by going to this loan shark and getting a bunch of money, which thousand dollars. Which I mean, I get. No one, I guess, no one knows that the world is about to end. No, that's no. the thing. They don't tell anyone. This is kind of my favorite part of this movie: is the fucking American arrogance at work once yes. again. They're like, we're not going to tell anybody diddly dick. We're going to like get this whole project done like under wraps. The press won't know about it. The people aren't going to know about it. 
I'm sure people are still asking questions about how New York City was fucking decimated a few weeks mm-hmm. back. Yes. Well, you know what? We just say Al-Qaeda, and then we'll take care of the real problem, something in outer space we won't it, tell anyone about, right? False, sounds right? like a false flag to me. Exactly. Oh, I fuck. bet the U.S. government alone, because it's the best... <laughs> Probably took out tons of asteroids that no one knows about, and, and oh. it's not like Japan or China or France's like space programs would be looking at the sky too. Maybe <laughs> no. exactly. it's not like that exactly. was going to be happening. No, dude, oh have wow, the, the you American ingenuity. Yeah, because NASA is so smart. You know what they did, Chris? They put a bunch of mirrors up there so they can't look at it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they, they only see other parts of space. And the, this is actually that very same night. So, uh, everyone's like blown off steam. We get the very famous. Uh, uh, animal cracker scene between oh, Ben Affleck and Jesus. Liv Schreiber. This fucking Levi's jeans 1998 horseshit. <laughs> did, did you say Dude, Schreiber? Her again? name is Liv Tyler. <laughs> Why do I? I, I, I don't I, know. This weird fucking world where Steve wants to see Liv Schreiber get a fucking animal cracker shoved hey, down his pants. Yeah, hey, sign hey, me up. Hey, ben, her tooth. Hey, <laughs> hey, Ben Affleck. Have you ever? Um, do you think anybody's doing this like we're doing this right now? And it's funny because my wife and I both agreed when we first saw this movie. It was like, wow, wow. that's love. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> and I was like, wow, I'm kind of like Steve Buscemi levels horny right now. <laughs> well, cause it, 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 I was just getting hungry. It, <laughs> it led to that uh, animal cracker cunnilingus outbreak in the late Whoa, 90s. That's, that? that's, that's right. right. That's the crumb epidemic. Yeah, the eight people died. It was sad. It I was remember really that episode sad. of Frasier where they... Uh... <laughs> oh, Niles, this is the worst <laughs> idea you've had yet. <laughs> and why am I here? Mer- oh, Maris didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> so there were camels where? Oh, Oh, that Maris, she didn't like much. There's also a debate in here between the definitions of a cracker and a cookie because... That's the Levi's jeans horse shit. Like, it's just like that, like... Wait, what? We're shooting the shit. It's commercial. You're doing a Seinfeld thing? No, no, that is a... It's a Seinfeldian, like, why are animal crackers not called animal cookies? Right, because they're they're sweet. It's sweet, which is a cookie. I'm like, what are you fucking doing material on her for? And they attract bees. <laughs> oh, what a giant Liv Tyler. <laughs> Goot. I mean, it goes on for so long, and it's so stupid. I was waiting for the Zodiac to come over the hill. Oh, oh that'd be awesome. Yes. Dude, that'd be a great twist in this thing, right? We're like, down one driller because the Zodiac <laughs> shot him in Zodiac's the fucking head. <laughs> Zodiac's back, baby. <laughs> Why'd they go to San Francisco? Bruce Willis, you had anywhere else to say. You don't go. That's Zodiac country. (laughs) And this scene, too, it's fucking garbage because this is where this heinous Aerosmith don't want to Oh, it's really happening, dude. A fang is introduced. And when they keep cutting, it's like the same shot. It's like a very, like, wide shot. You got, like, there's a truck. Mm -hmm. It's his truck. Sure. And there's a big tree. And then two of them, like, laying on the ground. And it's just, it's like, cut. It's like such bad fucking sound editing right here. Am I the only one that's a little weirded out by like the fact that Steven Tyler, this very one of their most famous songs, is being played almost exclusively when his daughter is about to get nailed in the movie. Of course not. That was the videos of the 90s. Yes, that's the track record. The (laughs) fucking video of her and Alicia Silverstone, whatever that song is. I completely forgot, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is a trend. Oh, of course it is. He's got a history. Steven Tyler stars in My Sexy Daughter. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) 
My lord. <laughs> that video where the two of them are yeah. like... Uh, me, uh, me and Steven Tyler actually have a lot in common. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, uh, uh, like um, you know, criminals on the road kind of a thing. Yeah. We're going to have an Aerosmith concert for the inauguration in 2020. And exciting news, I'm going to bang my daughter and Steven Tyler will be banging his. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It's going to replace the fireworks. We call it the cum works. I mean, we're going to be loaded up on Viagra, of course. <laughs> you know, I really when I wrote down, I, I'll, I'll be honest. I wrote down the joke about animal cracker cuddlingus, and I'm like, that's the dirtiest one of the episode. I just pat now, myself we're gonna, the head. Well, we're going to replace that with very, very well done steaks. <laughs> oh, <laughs> just thinly cut hockey pucks. Me slurping them. <laughs> A thinly cut hockey puck. I like him well, v- v- over well, well crispy. So they get a more night- black than gray. In the middle. <laughs> oh. They they get a night off, and uh, Shanghai is decimated. Fifty thousand people die. Dead, dead. Yeah. Which is awesome because what precedes this very quickly is a line where somebody's like. Oh fuck! Another piece is coming down. We should tell somebody. To which some fucking it's douche- Billy Bob Thornton is it? He yeah. replies like, "What are we gonna do? Tell all of Southeast Asia?" I was like, I- "Maybe you're the better. <laughs> you're the U.S. government. Why don't you make I don't know ten phone calls? <laughs> just, just pick up the fucking phone. Maybe one person gets out. Just try. Or you know, it's a fucking round robin, man. You make <laughs> one phone call. Tell that person to call two other people. They call two other countries, and so on and well, so I, forth. I, I mean, we're all imagining that fucking war hasn't broken out as soon as these things hit. Well, that's like, a, so th- it happens, and then the president's like, "Well, I guess I'll tell you what's going on." And that's the you American arrogance, Armageddon. <laughs> the American fucking <laughs> arrogance, dude. We get caught with our pants down, hiding a fucking global killer. But don't worry, we have space force. <laughs> the sequel to this movie is the president gets tried, like, oh yeah, in oh, yeah. international court, For and sure. he's like hung, like uh, he gets hung. That would be yes. awesome. That would be fucking awesome. Because you could I'd pin watch that all movie. those fifty thousand deaths on him, eh? For starters, and then Paris happens later. Wow. No, you know, I, that's actually that's actually considering recent history. That's a low number for a U.S. president. <laughs> I imagine him going out more like what was it, the Russian, uh, the crooked ambassador, or something who shot oh, the poison. Yeah, recently. I think he was uh, Yugoslavia. Yugoslavia, yes, yeah, 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 down there. Yugoslavia, really? It was a country. <laughs> But he's talking about a thing that just happened know, like months but ago. I'm talking about one of those in the Balkans. It's, the Balkans. Is, that okay? is that okay? I'm just saying it's definitely not Yugoslavia. I'm just saying it should be. Because <laughs> Tito, right, everyone? Hey. Tito forever. Yeah, that guy that like he took the shot of the poison fucking killed himself with the, the translation headset still on. That dude went out with a bang. The American president on TV like, I'm going to take this poison. And uh, later, dudes. <laughs> later, dudes. Hang <laughs> ten. So uh, he, uh, we, we. It's an hour and ten in. Uh, we go to space. Fucking seventy minutes. The audacity Oof. of this movie. Yeah, and William. We kind of mentioned William Fickner is like the captain of. There's so there's two spaceships. The idea is there's going to be two different teams. Uh, one team is Bruce Willis, Will Patton. The dude, the fat dude, Max and uh, Steve Buscemi. Yep. And, and the other team is Owen Wilson, Ben Affleck, uh, Michael, Michael Clark Duncan, Duncan, and a bunch of nobodies. The Spanish dude. That dude, no, that's that one dude. line. Like if I'm a, if I'm that Spanish guy, I'm like, can I be on Bruce Willis's uh, spaceship, please? Well, there's that dude Gruber. Oh right, yeah, Gruber's yeah. very Gruber important. who lasts 
way longer than he has any business lasting in this movie. So this is so the idea is they have to go up, and for some reason we have to go and refuel on uh, on on Mir, uh, the space station Mir, and the Russian space station. Yeah, which we're we're like deliberately like doing a bunch of uh, hoop jumps to not say Mir. Oh, we do. We don't say we're, Mir. It, yeah, Mir. Yeah, we're not yeah. using the International Space Station. They just keep saying like. You're going to go to the Russian space station, where you will meet a Russian astronaut. A comic relief. Yeah. Why on earth? Like why? Like why did they get trained at all? Like just you. Why on earth? We're not on Earth anymore. Oh, we're in Spain. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good, See? good catch. <laughs> You're welcome, everyone. But like I, someone was fuming. <laughs> the the whole thing is like it's you leave it everything to the last minute. The idea is they're gonna get just in time to make this happen. Like. Do leave two even two days earlier would be a huge, huge improvement. We are waiting, like, and by the they, they got also... a night off, Andrew. They went to a fucking strip club. I can't even stand and arrested it. And... They have like a line where it's like, if we pass this a line, zero barrier, my friend. Uh, you know, and they haven't ignited the bomb yet. It's not going to uh, miss the Earth the way we want it to, and like. This movie gets that shit off with like a pubes <laughs> length to go. Yes. If you didn't have that day off, if you weren't busy fucking around finding all of these guys again, mm-hmm. or in a swimming pool for a long time, like, and for all the work they've done on these machines, they're fucking up every which way you go, every fucking because, moment. Because these roughnecks got in there and rooted around like fucking Chippendale. <laughs> Just pulling shit out, shit chewing on shit. Jail. That's true. They, nobody knows how any of that shit works. It's like a fucking Pee Wee Herman had a better chance of fixing this equipment. Yeah, and, wow. and Max is the fat mouse friend of theirs. Oh, right. Jack. It's a lot of better movies, right? In that, in that little. Discussion. We used to go to college with a dude who reminded me of a human version of Monterey Jack. Oh, wow, really? nice. It was kind of great. He smell like cheese. Uh, maybe. <laughs> So we get to the space station, and they have to refuel, and Ben Affleck is put in charge of refueling. This is when I started to formulate the theory that right before the, the events of this movie, Ben Affleck was supposed to get on a plane that was going to explode, and then he oh. narrowly escaped it. Like He, he had a bad dream, because he is fucking Final Destination. The Reaper is after Ben Affleck throughout this entire movie. There's eight instances. Eight? Of, Eight instances of, of like the Reaper, Tony Todd the Reaper gunning for Ben Affleck. Dude, I think Tony Todd the Reaper in space, that's what fucking Dormammu is. <laughs> yeah. Dormammu, I came to bargain for Ben Affleck's life. So this is the, this is number so, one. Okay, so so he's the Devin Sawa. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Steve, you're going to go through this list. And after every one, Doctor Strange uses the time stone and turns it back. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> So I'll go through them right now. So one is a that asteroid is coming to Earth for that's number one. Right. Yeah. That that would kill that would kill kill Ben Affleck. It would definitely get him among others. This fuel station disaster that's coming up. Then uh, his spaceship crashes, leaving only him narrowly alive. Then the asteroid explosion. Uh, then when uh, he's he has to drive to the rest of the crew, and his his uh, spaceship. Like goes into space for a oh, while. Oh, they do they have, the jump. Yeah, they do the jump. He almost dies there. The asteroid explosion where uh, he's on a string and Bruce Willis is holding on to him. That's oh, another yes. one. That's okay. near death. Then he draws the short straw at the end of the movie. Like it's it's all there. Yeah, you're Tony totally Todd right, dude. is is there. 
Tony Todd wants his. It, well, it's pay me my price. The Candyman had a hand in this, dude. This I've been saying it for years. Fits nicely into a little theory I was having here with this movie, or maybe it's not a theory, really. It's just a wish. <laughs> I really wish the asteroid talked. Yeah, <laughs> it might as they it, do I, their I darndest to make it a villain. I though, man. really want it to talk. It's like, like hissing and popping and growling at him. It's a monster. That's what it is. It's just a monster. It's not like it's not a piece of fucking you know, space rock going through the heavens. It's a fucking monster with like like. It's, green and purple fucking It's Michael Bay You should have got Either Hugo Weaving Or the guy who does Optimus Prime No I'm saying Tony Todd <laughs> oh, oh even better Yeah get Tony Todd He's the one I mean Maybe the asteroid Is death itself Space yes. candy man <laughs> Actually that's a fucking Great twist cabin It's like it's, it's very like Twilight zone Like They Think they blow it up Or whatever And then it like <gasps> Reassembles and Oh it's like, nice oh, I am death Destroyer of worlds Well that sounds like a, That would fit Into the Transformers A little mm-hmm. bit Probably We could do We could combine You know what Every single Michael Bay movie Should take place In a cinematic universe oh, right. If Transformers Existed in this world though, The Armageddon problem Like wouldn't be a problem You'd just be like I'll be right back I have to go get That space rock <laughs> And What's that, Bruce Willis? You know more about what than me? <laughs> I'm a fucking car. You know more about manual transmission than I? <laughs> Wait, you hold on. Sit. You built the damn thing wrong, Optimus. D- ditch Digger, sit down. Uh, no, I, I'll take care of it. Ditch Digger is very upset that you think you know more about drill, drilling than he does, and he's a drill. Stanley got good speed here. I got to <laughs> get in that car and drive it to the moon. <laughs> I was in the rock. I'm Nicolas Cage. <laughs> also in the Criterion Collection. Yeah. Oh, dude. How about a Criterion Collection expanded universe? Like the entire cr- oh, Criterion right. nice. Collection. All is in one universe. By the way. So The Rock and Daisies. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, spine number 108 for The Rock. I own that one, so I just had to turn around. Hell it's, yeah, it dude. makes perfect sense because, you know, that that's why that... Uh, the, the thief in Breathless gets killed because it's the, the asteroid's coming. It doesn't matter, actually. She's like, oh, good. That's right. She's like, he, he and then, like, you know, he's looking down. Jean-Paul Balmondo's looking up, rather, you know, and he sees the asteroid coming, and he's like, I want to puke. And you make me want to puke. The night before, fucking... Um Peter Laurie and M and Steve Buscemi and Armageddon are tag oh, teaming. Yeah. Oh, you better believe they're getting it, up dude. all sorts of weird shit, <laughs> whistling the whole time. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's there's a lot of things that could happen. All the days the confused kids are getting messed up. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, well, AJ, that's AJ in high school. That's true. Oh, fuck <laughs> <you>. Totally right. <laughs> Oh, wow, yeah, Rushmore's a cr- criterion as well. I was cut out of that movie, remember? <laughs> oh, wow. Mm. That's why I'm Edward Appleby in this. <laughs> uh, and uh, Godzilla was a, is a criterion as well. I'm looking at, I'm just looking at you. Yeah, oh, that's right. The, fu- oh, the original. The original. Oh, the original. Gotcha. So yeah. he's black and Eric white. almost had a heart attack. I almost did. <laughs> we're, getting, we're throwing Roland Emmerich into these things. <laughs> So this one E twelve special edition. It's it's one of the many like we, we come with so many problems. They go to the, the gas station, they pick up uh Lev now. They Lev. go to the gas station. It's it's, it's Liv Tyler. No, 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 Le- but that's Lev not even is, correct. Lev is the character's name and Wait, Peter Stormare. Oh Stormare is the Yes. Okay. Lev Andropov. Oh, so I like that. Confusing. By the way, Steve Buscemi was like, you know, I, I want to get away from being 
you know, like my Fargo characters, scummy guys, and I'm sick and tired of being in movies with Peter Stormare and like Michael Bay's like, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, this is the, you play a hero geologist that doesn't talk to Peter Stormare at all. It's kind of nice. They have like uh, one little moment where yes. they interact with each other, and it's kind of funny because it's when Steve Buscemi, we're told by William Fickner, is uh, suffering from quote space dementia. Sure, uh, do with that what you will. And so they duct tape him to a chair. And Stormare like rips the the tape off his mouth like really quickly. It's oh, their yeah. only interaction in yeah. the movie. But, I'm fine uh, with it. So um, this this we got to talk about this explosion. It's just who cares? It's the bi- like it doesn't need to be in the movie. I no. can't. Well, yeah. Also, two and a half hours. I can't figure out. I was watching it last night, and I I, I was really hesitant to rewind because it's so fucking long. But like, is Ben Affleck's like fiddling down there? The reason why this explosion happens? No. Okay. It's because it's shoddy Russian bullshit. Yes. Oh. Well, yeah, because he, like, Stormare is running around like, I told you not to touch a thing. Whoa, whoa, wee, whoa. <laughs> My wife. <Yes. laughs> My space wife. <laughs> you and your friends are dead. <laughs> <laughs> so they get in. Again, like, the Reaper wants fucking Ben Affleck. He's like, Give me the boy! Dude, Tony <laughs> Todd's just fucking drooling in the background. <laughs> and Ben Affleck gets on the the, one, the doomed spaceship. Yeah. And, uh, because then the next thing that happens is bo- both of these uh, spaceships have to slingshot around the moon. Well, the sp- wait, hang on. The space station explodes. Yes. 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 There is nothing left. They're there for 10 minutes. And it's destroyed. <laughs> and they My p- God. They pull away with tops two seconds left. Oh, this, sure. They would be going right Dude, up. Dude, these, these two spacecrafts that they have appear to be just your regular old NASA spacecraft. Yeah. But these things have fucking Star Trek technology in them. They're whizzing and whirring no, all yeah. over the place. They uh, wa- Wonder Woman loaned them out. Like... <laughs> It's just wild. They're like maneuvering in ways I didn't think like contemporary spaceships could maneuver. I just feel like Jason Isaac's like, oh wait, the the the, the space station exploded. Well, oh my whole plan's ruined. Like you know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. because this plan is so specific that anything that goes wrong should just sink it. And this was they were just filling up for gas. Yes, that's all it was. That's literally and, all they, they were. and they got ninety percent. They got most of it. Yeah. How did they get 90%? They're not even there for 10 minutes. They're still plugging in fucking pipes. It doesn't matter but to get Peter Stormare on the fucking flight. That's all it does. Is this where they they go through the vents, too? Yes. They have to do the hard thing. And it's it's the first time. It's kind of fucking great. Because they close the door on Ben Affleck and Peter Stormare, and it's like, well, nice knowing you, AJ. And it's like and Tony Todd's like excellent. <laughs> and it, my work here is done. Uh, Dermamu, I'm turning that one back. <laughs> when we closed the door on Ben Affleck, the asteroid started to break up. <laughs> That's all we needed to do. Yeah, that was it's God's that was the will, bargain, man. Yes. And because it's fucking Russia, like the, of course the space station looks like something out of Brazil. Yes. Yeah, no, yeah. it's Speaking it's total cri- it's garbage. The criterion, uh, and, and, yeah, and there you go. That's oh yeah, that's totally right. I got that up there somewhere. <laughs> right? like, just looking for those spine numbers. Russia is controlled by the people from Brazil. <laughs> yeah, in, in in that movie, the Terry Gilliam movie. And oh, I thought you meant it's controlled by the boys from Brazil. <laughs> is that a, is that Criterion too? Could be. Um, it's not. I think uh, I'm seeing uh, spine number thirty eight. Oh, very nice, very nice. A lot Maybe. of spines. These re- now the spines represent the dead, right? Because- <laughs> oh, sorry, fifty-one. Yes, oh. the spines of the dead. 
So um, we blast out of there. We blast out of there, and then uh, they have to like slingshot around the moon. And as they're doing so, they travel through time like tra- a Klingon warbird. <laughs> uh, and Captain, no, uh, they wind up um, crashing one of the Ben Affleck spaceship again. Tony Todd hits it and crashes it onto the asteroid, killing the entire crew. And this is a great. This is great. I, I mean, was cheering and woohooing and superb. dancing all over the Absolutely place. Superb. Both of the guys who are flying the spaceship get murdered so viciously. <laughs> These quote unquote stupid astronauts. Mm-hmm. Like one guy like gets impaled and the other guy goes, gets sucked out. They the both th- get sucked out. Oh, right. Oh, one of whom so good. hits the yes. windshield of the other fucking spaceship. <laughs> are you serious? These dudes are dead. <laughs> that's oh what, my God. That's what Max is like, dude, I need a new fucking pair of pants because I just shit my pants. Oh, oh, dude, I would be fucking shitting my rompers left and right on this mission. Oh, I guess you're me? wearing a space diaper, right? Is that, that how that works? Uh, um, the suit, the, I think you would the, have to. The modern suits, I do must, they must, but they I have believe to. I in, in, um, in like 69 or whatever, I think they were just shitting in plastic bags like <laughs> you're picking up dog poop. That yes. No, like, hey, Alder, get me another plastic bag. <laughs> yeah. Eric's a... Uh, uh, what was it? What's that? For All dog? Mankind. Yes, I was yes, just yes, re-watching yes. it like a couple weeks ago, actually, and there is a part where uh, the astronaut is, is explaining like, well, in order to take a shit, you just kind of <laughs> go in this little alcove here. You got a little doggy bag with you. You're oh, shitting geez. in public right next to your buddy. You just go around the corner a little bit, oh, and wow. you shit into a plastic fucking bodega bag. Yep, totally. <laughs> By the way, For All Mankind, spine number 54 in the great If you <laughs> haven't seen it, it's a really good That guy. movie's a fucking trip, man. That's a real tall glass of water movie. It's all just awesome They're fucking... all tall glass of yeah, water. Yeah, true. <laughs> it's all NASA, like, you know, official NASA footage shit that uh, astronauts shot all to you guessed it a Brian Eno score That's look right. quite the good. fuck it's out it's a great found footage film <laughs> um. <laughs> but no in this I think it's 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 gotta be like there's shit in the, in the well. Th- th- it's got to suck it out. I want a vacuum right up my something. ass. Yeah, yeah that's, like, the, I can't, that's the seriously move. a little bit of like a bidet esque type of thing too. It's, Ooh, like, it's, like, yeah. it's like a dentist thing, you know? <laughs> oh wow! Like you put, yeah. It has a little pipe that comes out that sprays spurts a little water in there, like a mist, like mist my asshole a little bit. Dude, mm-hmm. you you should be cautious of putting like a high suction vacuum thing near your asshole, man. That's how you lose part of your fucking large intestine. Well, well, I don't know. You reverse <laughs> it then, I guess. <laughs> reverse the. <laughs> Hilarity. <laughs> yes. Throw that shit back in. So, uh, so those two pilots are hilariously dead. William Fichtner now calls. Uh, he says the independence is a dead stick, and everyone's like, "Yeah, our friends are on that." Yeah. <laughs> My yeah, fiance yeah, was, uh, was on that. But who cares? I am Lee Schreiber. <laughs> everyone's good. <laughs> Live Tyler. Yes. Uh, so yeah, they they land, but they land on the. They land on the wrong side of the asteroid. It's really much harder on this side of the asteroid. That was the actually lesser known uh, Pink Floyd record, the wrong side of the asteroid. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like Pink Floyd, but I went in for the wrong side of the asteroid, man. Oh, man. (laughs) It sucked. I tried to, you know, he played that, Roger Waters played that in the entirety in the uh, concert. You can't sync that up to uh, uh, Wizard of Oz, though. That's unfortunate. Sync it up to Armageddon. (laughs) Asteroid got a lot of gas. <laughs> By the way, yeah, find me a fucking two and a half hour movie or two and a half hour record to sync to this movie. Yeah. Pink Floyd might have done it though, man. <laughs> if if any band could. Uh, yeah. 
<laughs> so they, they land and like uh, Steve Buscemi's a genius all of a sudden. I mean, they, they mentioned that he has like three PhDs. And oh, all. he goes through like all of this shit and then he's like, but why do you think that I, uh, dr- you know, drill chicks and drill for oil or whatever? And he's like, because they let me blow shit up. He's yeah. just like, all right. yeah, you're like, come Great. on. He's this a whole... super genius. Again, yes, another he's a... super genius. He's so much of a super genius that. What like Fickner overshoots the landing area yep. when they finally get to the asteroid, right. and he knows like that it's like oh you landed us on an iron plate because now we're in sector fifty nine because I did all this fucking math in my head he real said, what fast. Is this? He's like you overshot it by like twenty four miles, Tw- yeah, or yeah, something yeah, twenty seven like miles. William Fickner's like, may I remind you, you and your friends are dead. (laughs) (laughs) It's just so stupid. Why is this character a genius? I would have rather him be the character he was in Con Air. Yes. Oh, yeah, Garland Green. Yeah, I mean, just he's, like fucking wear William Fickner's face on your I face. That's what I would believe that that guy graduated Princeton. Than <laughs> oh, totally. Yeah. I want that. That's how I want this Rockhound character to come back from the night off, just all lectured up on a fucking uh, little <laughs> cart. <laughs> like, oh, here's your astronaut back. He ate nine people last okay, night. Okay, so here's the thing, guys. You're going to the asteroid, and way back, you pick up. This ex-con, he's just getting a ride home. Nick Cage. <laughs> you just drop him back on Earth. He was at Space Jail with Guy Pierce. Well, the Silence of the Lambs is also a uh, criterion. Uh, so Lecter could be on that asteroid. Oh, fuck. That's, that's right. Oh, my God. Dude, Hannibal Lecter in space. Take that, Jason X. <laughs> Take that everything, man. That'd be amazing. That'd be better than the Leprechaun. <laughs> That'd be better than uh, who else goes to space? Um, Hellraiser, yeah, the, the Cenobites are out there. Put this Darth thing Vader in, in an escape pod and send it back to Baltimore. <laughs> Spine number thirteen, by the way. Oh, Silence no. of the Lambs of the Criterion Collection. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> so, uh, but AJ uh, survives because Tony Todd ain't worth shit. Everybody, <laughs> sorry, I am so sorry. Sure, yeah. it's fine. <laughs> I am so sorry. Just got to do it sometimes. Rock your body. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Sure. Uh, it's uh, AJ, Bear, and Lev survive. Because Owen Wilson is just unceremoniously killed in this movie. Oh, ow. Ow. <laughs> wow, ow. Hey, Ben. Ben, could you help me with my helmet? It's weird, ben, though. Actually, this, actually, is total... this, is, this is perfect because my character of Edward Appleby is already dead in the events of Rushmore. So it's kind of. He died the a events hero. of Rushmore. Everybody knows I died in Armageddon. Oh, what my I... book supposes is what happens if I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh well done. I was about to say, actually, uh, it's like another Criterion uh, Life me. Aquatic. Where he, Marley and me. Where Luke, where Owen Wilson gets in a, in a craft and crashes, dude. Oh, He's right. done for. You don't put Owen Wilson in a craft. All right, so Spine 300 Life Aquatic. Yeah, never get in a plane with Owen Wilson because that shit's going down. He'll survive, funny, but the rest of you are dead. Funny story, actually, um, that Greenpeace vessel that... Uh, uh, Bruce Willis was shooting the golf balls at. It was captained by Steve Sisu. <laughs> <laughs> and Kevin made that Tenenbaums joke. Yeah. Spine number 157. We're all there. Uh, <laughs> there's only one Owen Wilson-y scene where uh, they're actually talking about, like, where he really, Owen Wilson's out, where they're talking about yeah. uh, Liv Tyler and, like, uh, you know, she's, go- she's like, oh, yeah, she's going through her, coming through her own right now. You know, all of her hormones are going crazy and blah, blah, blah. Like, it's yeah. it's very Owen Wilson, blah, blah, blah. It's the only time he really gets to shine in this movie. Sad. And it was weird. I had this false memory of him 
lasting much longer in this mm-hmm. movie. And when Ben Affleck's like holding him and he's like, wake up, little buddy. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, wake up, little buddy. And then you're just like, oh, no, that dude's dead. He does wake up, little buddy, a lot in this movie. Yeah, well, everybody's... Ben Affleck, just... like, it mourns more than anybody else in this <laughs> that movie. That would be a better title. Wake up, little buddy. <laughs> I, uh... The diversity is kind of a, a bummer in this movie, huh? Like, there's, like, it's all white dudes, one Michael Clark Duncan, and there's a woman on the other ship, and that is it. Yeah. Because diversity in film was invented in, like, 2009, I want to say. Oh, yeah, it wasn't invented yet. Yeah, they didn't yeah, figure that out yet. Yeah, yeah, they didn't, they didn't. I think uh, diversity in film was invented with the release of uh, Ryan Coogler's Black Panther. (laughs) Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So, yeah. So, um, but their idea is they're going to get into the other big space tank thing and drive to the other side of the asteroid to find their friends. And hopefully get off the asteroid. Yeah, both th- of the space stations or spacecrafts have these like huge little rover machines. Yes. That I. What is the point of that? Do they hold the drills in place? Yes. It's like a big tank that has a drill on it. Yeah. Okay. And, and it, it also has, has a, a chain a, a chain gun. It's got a gun. We got <laughs> it's space force. <laughs> Listen. Do you think it's in case they? This could have been a serious precaution they were yeah. taking. It's like, all right. Gleep glops, they're out there, folks. You've got, a, you've got this fucking chain gun, dude, in case a gleep glop is on this thing. Like, we don't mm. know. NASA can neither confirm nor deny the existence of gleep glops. Sure. We're going on this crazy they, asteroid. They exist, they're in the bag for the Democrats. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I think that's where, I think Trump saw this on fucking Air Force. Oh, definitely. On Air Force One, in, fucking course. shoving a Big Mac in his mouth. Of course he did, And dude. then this is his plan for Space Force. Is Bruce Will- He's going to find Bruce Willis. Oh, yeah. Well, he's going to get Scott Pruitt and yeah. <laughs> He's freed up. Please launch Scott Pruitt into space. That'd be awesome. Um, I would actually, I would support that. The next, because again, there's nothing but pro- it's it, we're on the asteroid and it's biggies, nothing but problems, man. <laughs> it's just problem after problem. The next problem is the uh, they lose contact with the U.S. government and they're behind their target because of the iron, whatever. So William Fichtner's got to blow them up, man, which makes total sense. Like, that's how this has to work. Like, you have to be selfless. The entire world is counting on this. Right. And, you know, the science is as such. And you, you know what, dude? You wouldn't be in this position if you didn't take that day off. If you, had a, if you didn't take the day off, yep. we would have more time and I wouldn't have to fucking blow you up right yeah. now. I hope the strip club is worth it. You know what? <laughs> it sounds like I am hearing the words of a skeptic of super American hero, Bruce Willis. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> to pull it out. That's the thing. Oh, man, in, speaking of pulling in out. In the clutch. <laughs> That's the thing is William Fickner is the most sensible character in this movie yep. because he he's told to initiate what we are we are calling in this movie the secondary protocol. Sure. Which amazingly is William Fickner getting a handgun out of a safe on a <laughs> spacecraft, which is awesome. And someone's even like, you brought a gun into space? Well, we'll patent one of the three lines he has in this movie. But nobody fucking blinks twice when Buscemi's firing that goddamn Civil War machine gun. <laughs> Well, that's for the aliens. It's the handgun. It's like, really? A handgun? Like Bruce Willis, when he has to tackle him off when he's doing that gun, it's like he's like, okay, you crazy old fella. He has a total fucking John McClane fight with William Fickner right here. And then they just back off of it. And he's just like, okay, yeah, let's disable the bomb. And uh, the speech. I'm the best. No, you're not. 
No, I am the best. You oh. better hit that mark. Yeah, exactly. For That's my daughters, you better so hit that they mark. they stop fighting. Like, Bruce Willis has his head in a clamp. I don't know where he got this. <laughs> oh, the huge space yeah, pliers? Yeah, the medical space clamp plier thing. I don't know what this no, is. It's, it's a fucking bolt cutter. It's He's a got a big bolt cutter. It's, it's like a phrenology skull measurer. <laughs> if there's gleep glops, measure their skulls. And that's what it is. And then there's 30 seconds left on the clock. And then oh, before the, the bomb blows up. And that's when they start trying to dismantle it. It's so fucking dumb. Because they're, they're, what they're basically saying here is like, we're going to go around NASA's back at this point, around yes. the president's back. Right. Sure. We should mention that Billy Bob Thornton does try to disable it. It stops for a few seconds. Yeah. But then time. the military re-engages Oh, did you, see, did you see who engages in that uh, the, the tomfoolery with shutting down the countdown? Who's that? None other than Seinfeld's vegetable lasagna. We, oh, oh right. yes. I recognized him from something. I was Please, like, I was sleeping. <laughs> That's not say, my uh, name. Keith David is totally wasted in this movie. Oh, totally. Oh, and he's, he's massive he's Keith David wasting. Yes. He says uh, the R word. He does. Oh, that's yes. a, it's a big 1998er if you I ever saw know. one. But Keith David is like the representative from the government who's like, he's the dude constantly on the horn with the president. Yes. He's telling Billy Bob Thornton, you know, the president is dissatisfied with whatever. We're he's moving telling the secondary the pr- he's protocol. Telling Billy Bob Thornton that he didn't take it out for air. Um, oh. Man, I would love that. <laughs> a NASA sexual harassment scene. <laughs> Why right. not? All right, I won't blow up your friends, but. I didn't take it out. <laughs> I won't blow up. <laughs> Back in space, the beginning of Lethal Weapon 3 is happening. They're fucking like, oh, blue wire, red wire. I'm like, yeah. just fucking Dude, do it. we have a blue wire, red wire gag in the fucking tail end of this movie. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> oh, dude, Joe Pesci in space? No thanks. Suck me out of the fucking airlock. <laughs> so they cut the thing and they get to drilling. And the thing is, like, <laughs> There's, they take 20 people, twenty or, or what, however many of Bruce Willis' crew. It's a ton of dudes, but it really seems to take two people to do. It's one guy in it, yeah. and the other guy is like your buddy who helps you move a couch, who's like, no, no, dude, you got you to take it back. Go back oh, a little bit. Yeah, the supervisor. No, no, yeah, yeah, go up. This, no, this you, is a tough corner. Tough corner. Come on. <laughs> no, yeah, the door Try knob. on the side. On the side. The no. other side. Angle it. Angle it. <laughs> No, angle it. Angle it, Merkel. <laughs> no, it's got to go up. No, up shit. and around. Oh, shit. Door jam. Door jam. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Put it down. Put it down. Let's talk about this. Oh, your fucking neighbor's trying to come up the stairs. <laughs> Hang on a second. But that's what... The, it's one guy drilling, and then the other one's like, oh, easy, Max. Back well, here's up, the Max. thing, dude. This is why they're such a great team, is because there's two dudes to do the drilling, and then everybody else is really fun moral support. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> and this I, is stuff that astronauts could never do. No, no, no Michael no, Clark never. Duncan's like, absolutely. You guys <laughs> got it. Yes. And, and I guarantee you, astronauts would have had to insist that you have like glowing skull fucking oh, rig dude. joints oh I, yep to move the sticks i was like They'll be what fucking are you drinking talk- tang and stuff those lazy astronauts on, with their fucking ice cream that's fake on that little list that they give uh billy bob thornton oh the like, demands we have to get the shift the shift changer from uh grave digger you gotta you <laughs> yeah. gotta like, look we want grave it's like no but grave diggers and national. Uh, oh, that's a, I got to go above the president for this. It's it's grave digger. L- well, listen, they no, want grave digger. Grave digger is now an enemy of the United States. <laughs> he is to be stripped. Well, I'm sorry, kids. Watch Bigfoot. <laughs> Just it's a good truck. 
Here's here's a lesson for We're parents. Talking, by, the way, by the way, the grave digger, the monster truck. Yes, yes, yes. yes here's yes. a lesson for parents all around: stop exposing your kids to monster truck rallies. Sure. And then eventually, we can just leave all of that behind. Oh, man. Wow. Fireworks, monster truck rallies, <laughs> leave it all behind. This is we hit movies gets old. <laughs> no, we're we're it's, mighty old. It's too it's too darn loud. Is what it is. And next is rock and roll music. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's honestly the one thing that is kind of surprising isn't in this movie is like Rock all right rise. boys like let's get to digging and somebody puts in a mixtape yeah. <laughs> exactly it's like we can only dig to the zz top mixtape or whatever it is like how is that not a thing yeah, that's, that's gotta be in there yeah or somebody puts on like a head, like headphones, a little Walkman, because mm-hmm. you can't bring a CD player into space. I mean, it takes them for it takes uh, Ben Affleck forever, but he finally gets back. But he comes back just in time for oh, right, Steve Buscemi to drive. Have, he's driving that ar- the other armadillo they call it. Yes. The oh, right. rover thing. They do a sick they do, jump. Yes, yes. They he, he they find the Grand Canyon of the asteroid, and they do <laughs> they they drive over it by using the thrusters. They crash into some shit. Yep. Uh, Peter Stormare has some lines of, oh, what are you doing? And I believe the line is, wah, wah, wee, wah, my <laughs> wife. Yes. I will say there's one line that I, if I ever meet J.J. Abrams, who did do, a, who did his credit is one of the writers of this movie. One of the two. Oh. Do you see who the other one is? Not one of the credited man. ones? No, 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 no. Jonathan Hensley. Ooh, director right. of uh, the Travolta Punisher, writer, director. Uh, among other things. Very nice. Yeah, <laughs> wah wah wee wah to you too. But uh, there's a line where uh, Ben Affleck's looking at this gorge and he's like, "Hey, Lev, you ever hear of Evil Knievel?" And Lev says, "No, I never saw Star Wars." And I want to go up to J.J. Abrams like, "You wrote that joke, right?" Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's yeah, a fucking J.J. If I ever heard mm-hmm. one, absolutely. I'm not going to ask you about anything else. That ain't no Hensley. <laughs> you're, you're not seeing that kind of clever humor in the Punisher. Come on. So Yeah, no, that's the Greenpeace stuff. That's Hensley. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That was the compromise they made. He's like, all right, Bruce Willis can hit golf balls at Greenpeace people if I get this fucking choice Star Wars joke. There's in there. multiple Star Wars jokes there in is, this yeah. movie. It's kind of crazy because actually Owen Wilson has one where he's talking to Ben uh, Affleck oh God, during training. Yeah. He's just like, you know, I mean, like, I'm like Han Solo or whatever. Yeah. And he's just like, what? I'm, I know I'm more Han Solo. You're more like Chewie. Chewie? Have you ever even seen Star Wars? So yeah. That's right. This script is fucking rotten with Star Wars. J.J. Yes, J. Abrams. Total man. Abrams move. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, uh, Steve Buscemi gets to uh, beam me up, Scotty. That's true. Oh, that's I'm right. fucking J.J. does it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you like Star Trek 2. Yeah. <laughs> Man, somebody saw a fucking Gone Fishing and was like, that dude should write my fucking disaster movie. And taking care of business. Oh, well, of course. Yeah, I mean, well, this, Speaking of disaster, There's so much disaster in this movie, it's borderline 11. <laughs> <laughs> also in the back archive, by the way, an episode on Gone Fishing. Oh, right. What's the spine number on that? <laughs> well, the spine number on that is patreon.com slash movies. <laughs> it's like seven or something. Uh, so... Um, blah blah blah. They we're, we're drilling, drilling. This is when Max dies. Well, the, oh, well, here's yeah. the thing. I think Steve Buscemi is responsible for Max's death. Absolutely. Right? Oh, of course he is. Yeah, he, he, he gets what uh, William Fickner coined space dementia, which is fucking the dumbest. Well, he's like Steve, riding the nuclear weapon, like Slim yeah. Picking. Steve said it. The Ren and Stimpy thing. Like yes. it, it's a Ren and Stimpy joke. Yeah. But yeah, he is doing a Doctor Strange love yeah. Slim Pickens. Mm-hmm. I wanted to ride the bomb like Slim. It's weird though because they don't. 
And I don't know if this was like, yeah, like, do you thing. have to, do you have to pay to like reference shit? Because he's like, yeah, I wanted to ride the bomb like Slim Pickens in that movie. Uh-huh. And I was like, come on, <laughs> you're saying Star Wars all over the place? No, Michael Bay was like, don't, don't mention that movie. You know why? No one knows what that movie is. Nobody knows what that I movie think that's is it because they at the start of this movie they got narration that no one knows how the Earth happened. <laughs> That's true. And I 100% I believe that Michael Bay thinks uh, Stanley Kubrick's overrated. Oh, oh probably. Yeah. 100%. Not enough explosions. He fucking loves Full Metal Jacket. That's oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Well, this movie's kind of like Full Metal Jacket, wherein, like, the first half is, like, it, it. you shouldn't have a movie that's this long that's mostly a training montage, and then the, the thing happens. Yeah, you're totally right. Oh, by the time <laughs> you get to the thing, I'm like, I'm bored. Yeah. If AJ <laughs> shot himself, like, yeah, shot that would Bruce be Willis great. and then blew his blew his brains out that'd be yes. amazing oh man you know what though ben affleck could not master that fucking vincent d'onofrio private pile stare that stare is amazing it's haunting it's one of the scariest images in cinema i relate to it very well gone fishing episode 11 oh wow borderline, borderline. That's, that's and right. i forget where taking care of business is but that's, it's that's up there number 100 50, i think number 100 actually he's right oh. um so, yeah, he has space dementia. He's shooting off the gun. They tackle him. While they're tackling him, nobody's watching Max. No one is watching. Like, no one's like, Max, Max, you're going to hit the edge. You're going to hit the, the right. corner, buddy. The, the, look out for the doorknob. And <laughs> he hits the doorknob, and he explodes. And it, his last slide is great. He's like, Hooray! And he goes right into space. <laughs> I kind of love that. It's awesome. Yeah, and I up. also misremembered this, too, because earlier in the film, uh, Michael Clark Duncan himself has a line where, like, they're in the training and he's fucking around, and the woman is like, oh, yeah. "Hey, if you don't pay attention right here, this is where you get knocked into space." And yeah. guess what happens? And he's like, uh, "I float forever." That's a legitimate. Like, I-, I get up and float away. It's yeah, just like a really, really funny line. But I, I read that we as like a foreshadowing. Space, Georgie. <laughs> oh, foresh- yes. I th- and so I was like, oh, maybe because th- I remembered. Someone had that happen to them, but I didn't know it was poor Max. No, sad story. Uh, <laughs> well, he so, explodes before. So, he yeah, so that ends. dude's dead. And now William Fichtner's like, man, I'm really glad I didn't shoot off that nuclear weapon. Yeah, can I get some tape to fucking put this blue wire back together? <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> they also make the point, though, that like if they blew it up without digging the hole, it would, yeah. right? You know, just like yeah. the firecracker. But they analogy. have to get, by the way, 800 feet. That's right. And they're only like 500. You know, I would just put the difference at that point. Yeah, like, you know what cares. I mean? Like, just. Well, it's a weird. I think they're at seven because there's lines here. When they get back to drilling. Because Ben Affleck shows up. Yes. And they're like, oh, we have another drill holder or whatever. We can do this again. And we only have an hour until we hit this line. And then Billy Bob Thornton says to, to Liv Tyler, like, can they drill 100 feet in an hour? And she's like. Well, I guess they're going to have to. <laughs> and I was like, well, don't worry about it, because as it turns out, they're the best of the best. Well, my daddy's up there, so of course they will. Don't <laughs> oh, daddy. He, my daddy, he's you know, up there when doing this, his stuff. When they finally blow it up, it should just rain down on Earth like a thousand meteorites. Oh, yes. Just still destroy everything. <laughs> so, That's what I imagine would, ha- would actually happen. Sure. And then That's, because yeah. the Reaper is after Ben Affleck, <laughs> When he starts drilling to get there, and he gets to like 791, 792, and he keeps going, and uh, there's an explosion again. He gets to 800, it explodes. Uh, this is when Bruce Willis saves him. This is when, and like, it's the most amazing thing to your point. Like, there's this guy called Gruber. He's got one line. He helps William Fickner uh, disable the bomb. That's about it. And then Ben Affleck, again, with weepy eyes, because he's mourning, I was like, Gruber's dead. 
Yeah. Oh, oh my. Oh my God. Gruber's dead. This actor Grayson McCouch. <laughs> and by Ma- the nobody way. gives a fuck about Max. Nobody's like, oh man, Max. Nobody mourns for Max, but everybody's fucking pissing their pants over Gruber. <laughs> also, though, I, we I, have to bury him. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh my what. God, there's a Gruber <laughs> funeral in the middle of this movie. And Billy Bob Thornton's like, press the damn button, Stamper. They're up there on the asteroid having a Gruberal. Gruberal. <laughs> I think it seems why like Stephen Baldwin fucking shoveled its sand over Benicio del Toro. We have to bury him with our hands. <laughs> you just throw his body in the hole, yeah, and then put the nuke down. Yeah, I think why Gruber is left behind though is because they didn't have the guts to give one of like the known actors a really violent death. Yeah. Because this dude, Gruber, oh, does he get it? Because this dude, like, there's a huge explosion. Shit's fucking flying everywhere because, like, just, like, debris coming at them. Yeah. Oh, then they say, like, oh, the asteroid is angry, my yes, friend. Yes, yes. Yeah. And they, they posit Tony something. Pissed. It's something about, like, oh, the, the asteroid's angry. Like, I think it knows what we're trying to do to it or something. I was like, it's not the Jaws shark. No. Well, but this right dude, in the middle of it is Krang. Yeah. He fucking flies back. You see all these like stalagmites hanging out, and Gruber just gets like impaled by five of them. Yeah, it's pretty good. Great death for old Groobs. But in this moment, something, something, now the bomb has to be detonated on the asteroid only. It can't be done from space. Because like the remote thing was broken yeah. and the whatever the fuck. So it's like, let's all draw short straws. William Fickner's like, by the way, I'm the only one that can fly this ship, so I'm gonna stay. Fickner's got the easy out. <laughs> Boy, <laughs> he's never happier to be a fucking astronaut he's pilot. Like, me and this lady here who has two lines in the movie, we're, we're alright. <laughs> and so they all draw straws. AJ again, because Tony Todd is after him. <laughs> there should be a big skeletal bird outside of the thing. He's <laughs> like, pay me my price. <laughs> Give me the boy. <laughs> it, the like, asteroid will disappear if you just give me the boy. It's like, it's like one of the Skelexes from the Dark Crystal. Yes, exactly. <laughs> no, but uh, AJ gets the short straw, and B- Bruce Willis is like, I'll, "I'll, you know, I'll take AJ down. You know, I'll walk him to his car, kind of a thing, and <laughs> <laughs> make sure he gets home safe." <laughs> And he does, and he rips his spacesuit, not unlike Zod to the astronaut on uh, Superman 2, by the way. It would be um, great if this accidentally kills him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. shit, I was just trying to make an excuse to do this. He's flash frozen? Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and he shoves him into the spaceship, and this, my friends, is when I cried at Armageddon in theaters. Uh, really? Oh, oh big dude, time. Big really? fat tears rolling down my no. face. When, I, when Ben Affleck was saying, I love you. Oh, yeah, man. You know, and here's what it was. It wasn't. I remember. I remember very vividly this happening, that scene, and I, I was seeing it. It was a weird thing where like some relatives were in town, uh-huh. and it was like everybody's going to the movies. Sure. It's a big fucking family outing to the movies. This only happened like once or twice in my life. Once was Armageddon. Another time was Sweet Home Alabama. Nice. Uh, but so where this moment's happening, I hear something like next to me. I look, and I'm, I was sitting next to one of my aunts. And I look, and she's bawling. And seeing her start crying, I was like, oh, no, no, no. 
and then and I lost it, and then I'm looking back at what's happening, and I'm fucking crying well, even more. I saw it with my girlfriend, and I I saw this in I'm just I, like, <laughs> a little girlfriend, a little rich boy. Oh my god, yeah, yeah, a little sorry. girlfriend in 1998. Middle school. I let out an audible. <laughs> oh man! And then I look over, and my girlfriend is bawling her eyes out at this. Was scene. She, like, uh, oh, this I yeah. got. I'll be honest. I got choked up last night. This no, you did you. not. Not right of a man. Fuck out of here. I'll be honest. It gets me every time. I, I wasn't crying, but I, what? Really? I don't See, know why. I think I think where our paths diverged here was by this point for me. You grew up. <laughs> <laughs> no, not by a long shot. It's going to be over. I was just so fucking over this movie. I was over this movie from yeah. like twenty minutes in. It's just because it's so course. it's so manipulative and so stupid. Well, I, I agree no, with both no, no. of those things. This is where I why I fucking even back then I was like, what the fuck is this? Is <laughs> Because Harry, St- of course, Harry Stamper is going to be the martyr. Yeah. Of course, you well, knew that's that what's when he awesome. went in the tube. He's such a fucking asshole. Yes. That he won't let another person yeah. be responsible for saving the world because like, he's like, nope. I don't know. Maybe someday my face will be on a ten dollar <laughs> bill. They're going to name high schools after Stat- Harry Stamper. Statues and everything. No. Yep. Oh my God, a statue. It'll be like that big sta- that king statue in Lord of the Rings. That huge one, like that, like <laughs> yeah. is like the size of three buildings like, yeah. like the jesus one in brazil yes the, the that's th- how the, big the polluted ocean there'll be two giant hairy stanfords <laughs> putting their arms out like you're going to fucking riverdale or whatever you would no, that's exactly riverdale what whatever it's Riv- called. i think it's rivendale rivendale uh yeah also and- starring uh lev shriver no Liv tyler <laughs> And, yes, yes. And honestly, Harry Stamper as like a, a, the the sound of like a legend. Yeah, like oh, that's yeah. much better than AJ Frost. Oh no, they would they would they would <laughs> they would elongate. It. They would be like, oh no, it's Alvin Jonathan Frost, <laughs> right? Whatever that guy's real name well, is. But what? It's all about what the high schools would be called. Oh, right? so how cool does this sound Stamper comparatively? High. Right, Stamper High. All right. Frost high. Ooh, now nice. we're talking, Hell right? Yeah. Vampires the, go there. <laughs> yeah, our, our mascots, yeah. the Frost Giants. <laughs> I was gonna say it's in like you know Colorado or something. Oh, that's Frost High, too. where you learn to uh, interview presidents. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Again, may I remind you that's the most boring movie ever made. So, so, uh, so, so, like Bruce Willis has this this heartfelt speech. Is like it's like no, now it's uh, your turn to to your time, your turn. To eat animal crackers off my daughter's. <laughs> now you get. To, you <laughs> my know, box of animal crackers is empty. It's all yours. Now, now you great, get to fuck my daughter. Yeah, they're great for dipping. You know that. I know that. <laughs> you, you love animal crackers. I'm much more of a Dunkaroos man. <laughs> I hope they have Dunkaroos in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> but, the, but I think you're right, though. I mean, like, not only is he thinking about the high schools, he's like, all right, no, you go home. Now I'm gonna ruin your fucking wedding. By the way, <laughs> like enjoy your sad wedding. Bye. Yeah, Ben Affleck's never getting over this. Of course, neither is she. Like no, no getting one's getting on Oxy. The minute he gets off <laughs> the <that laughs> fucking plane, it's over. I just ruined your life, motherfucker. See you later. <laughs> And it's such a fucking bullshit, too. He's like, I've always loved you. I've always been proud of you. I can't think of a better man to marry my daughter. And I'm like, did you forget about the shotgunning 18 days ago? Yeah. You will Come ne- on. Don't worry. You'll never live up to me. Goodbye, son. <laughs> it's a nice day for a sad wedding. Oh, my God. Are we there? Can we just say? It's a nice day to cry again. 
just talk about the end credits. Yeah. Well, all right, well, 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 the well, end credits, well, we got to save it because it's my favorite part of the movie. So basically, whatever, um, they all get on, and now the spaceship won't start. Uh, Peter Stormare oh. has some funny business. He starts. He Al Bundy's his way through it. <laughs> yeah, he, he does. It's <laughs> the side of it like a fucking lunatic, like, and, a, like a bad TV. And the Reaper won't let go because he's like, no. <laughs> again, the Reaper wants this fucking kid so bad. Dormammu has not come to bargain, dude. <laughs> and um, you know, the, my favorite line of the entire movie is uh, Billy Bob Thornton. He's watching the countdown. He's like, press it. <laughs> it's just so bit. It's like so over Armageddon at this point. It's like fucking pressing. He's so tired. He's so goddamn tired at this point. He presses it. We get the most outrageous montage I've ever seen. Oh, the really quick life flashing before your eyes. Horse shit. Woof. Oh, thank God it lasts like five seconds. They make it and they land their spaceship. And William Fickner again. I got choked up here, man. I am telling you, I am a fucking sucker for this dumb movie. Re- <laughs> I just want to shake the hand. Of the bravest, the daughter of the bravest man I ever met. Dude, goot. Not crying, choked up. I That's so that embarrassing. Line, that line is like the lamest thing. Because <laughs> well, I was like, the daughter of the bravest. <laughs> I just Who gives a shit? Shake the hand of the daughter of the best person that ever lived. <laughs> I just want to so shake so the stupid. hand. Of the neighbor of the bravest <laughs> man I've ever met. I did. You know what? I just. I got to be honest with you. I came down here back from. I just had to meet the cracker crotch girl. <laughs> <laughs> That's you, right? Cracker crotch. He I was mean, talking about it up there the whole I ride. Mean, he was talking about this hot cracker crotch. <laughs> He's really explicit. I heard you're a real animal down there in your cracker crotch. I could stay awake. Just to put crackers in your crotch. <laughs> I'm more of a gusher myself. <laughs> oh, yikes. Not <laughs> all starburst. Sort, all sorts of 90s treats. Dunkaroos, gushers. <laughs> oh, dude, there's some Lunchables down there, oh, man. <laughs> I could pour Skittles all over you. <laughs> oh, I think I actually yeah, saw bro, that Skittles commercial. No, no, no. That? <laughs> Michael Clark Duncan says, Harry, you the man. Oh, right. Oh, right that when did they, not choke me up. They touch down, <laughs> and he's like, you're the man, Harry. <laughs> Okay. So then we cut You're to King the, of Earth, Harry. We I cut did very little. Thanks for dying. After a freeze frame on making out, by the way. Mm. Well, we get like a uh, uh, Will Patton's little kid. I guess like making she out? forgot. She forgot about the domestic violence or whatever the fuck oh, went right. on, like or she, him killing her dad or whatever happened. She this, left her new husband? Question mark. I yeah, don't know what's going I think. On but this just, kid's wearing a little American flag T-shirt, by the way. Of course, Lady uh, America's got to be present. Uh, <laughs> I think it's a thing where Will Patton, like the single worst degenerate gambler ever. Oh, I, I think see. it's that. Yes, because it's Will oh, Patton. I, he's such a gentle soul. I can't imagine him playing a character that's like violent or anything like that. He is just a dirty, rotten gambler. Oh, all right, here it is. He was giving, <laughs> he's giving the baby a bath. His younger right. brother a bath. Yes, uh-huh. but then the Bills game that he had money on right. was <laughs> on in the other room. Yeah, and there was a crucial field goal. Totally, this was an OT. <laughs> He's just like, I could leave the baby in the bath for a minute. <laughs> I could just, I could with the Bills. Oh wait, wait it's t- time out. All right, all right. The ice in the kick, and he runs out, <laughs> comes back. You got yourself a blue baby there, my friend. Oh, so you're saying he, <laughs> they used to have two kids? <laughs> yes, a recipe. Exactly. This is just a recipe for making a blue baby. <laughs> 
<laughs> little thing we call Blue Baby. Well, yeah, just like oh, just like Lord. we have the Abel Ferrara, Steve Buscemi sequel to this movie. I also want the owning Mahoney esque <laughs> oh, fucking yes. Will Patton movie. Oh, but that's God. what it is. Yeah, he's got he's got. They had Tony, two Tony kids. Todd is just like clutching the baby in the bathtub, <laughs> and then they both vanish. <laughs> Oh shit! What if it's like the cooler, and it's just Alec Baldwin kicking the shit out of Will Patton? Sure, that would also be great. Uh, so, uh, of course, uh, the Blue Angels fly over because it's sure. fucking Mike- Michael Bay has a goddamn speed dial. <laughs> and, Everybody's having kids, and then we have the sad wedding. It's it's a nice day for it. All to this fucking goddamn Aerosmith song. But this is why it's my favorite part. It's a weird like. They're all in one location. It's them coming out of this church. Everybody's throwing rice, this, that, and the other thing. But eventually, it devolves into, like, cake play yeah, right on the church stoop. <laughs> and these guys are going ape shit. Like, it needs to be a thing where it's somber as fuck. We do see it at the, at the ceremony all the dead astronaut photos no, are nope. there. You know who's not there? Gruber ain't there. No, uh-huh. Gruber's definitely there. No, it's it's it's, it's Max. It's it's just just Gruber. No, Gruber's hard left. Oh, Gruber's because, hard left. Because okay. I remember thinking, why did they bother printing a picture of Gruber? <laughs> but no, not the first two astronauts. No, those pilots. No, they no, weren't because no, no, no. oh, they okay. weren't roughnecks, dude. Oh, it's see. only the roughnecks and Gruber. Gruber was an honorary <laughs> roughneck. Yeah, got like, it. Michael Bay does the full November rain here. Oh, I mean, dude. And but it's like, are, I, I'm like, stop it with this song. Just and this stop is it. like during end credits. Yes. Yeah, I'm like, and they're get like, me out of here. Michael Clark Duncan's like shoving cake into Ben Affleck's face on the church steps. Everybody's playing grab ass, laughing Did it up. Did they not rent a hall? <laughs> I don't know. It makes no sense. But they are way too happy for a sad wedding. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly <laughs> what this shit would be. Probably Billy Bob Thornton had to walk her down the aisle. Like, you know what I mean? That's a sad <laughs> you situation. Know what? <laughs> With this whole thing happening, maybe you push the wedding back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe totally. you just yes. push it Dude, back he a bit. saved the world. You can't it's, push this back far enough. It's going to be so awkward once they inevitably get divorced. Because <laughs> yes. they're, they're not right for each other. I'll no. say it's it. going to be a super divorce. Yeah. I know. And then it's going to be like, oh, yeah, my father killed himself <laughs> so I could marry that low life. Right. <laughs> yes, yep. that cheated I've on left. me. Yeah, yep. exactly. exactly. He's, oh, he's setting up cracker crouches all across this county <laughs> son of a bitch found out he had another cracker crotch two counties over yeah he go- she goes to like raylene's house like let me guess animal crackers right she's like, <laughs> he did it to you too like he does that to everyone exactly raylene fucking pulls out a necklace it's like a little a little pendant with an animal cracker in it he said well he did the australian accent will the gazelle go north or south <laughs> He said Actually, that it should be a cookie because it's sweet. <laughs> yeah, I, and then I my then my crotch was sweet. He, he, he actually let gummy sharks swim in me. <laughs> Do you think that Oh those... my god oh my god, he's escalating the gummy sharks. <laughs> Do you think that those photos of all the dead roughneck astronauts uh-huh. were Ben Affleck's wedding party? Were those oh, like, oh, were those yeah. the groomsmen just dead photos? Yeah, I don't see Michael Clark Duncan up there as best man. Yeah. Also, that's I'm confused about that though. Was Billy Bob Thornton invited to that wedding? Do we see him there? No, we don't. Probably because he was just shooting something else. I would imagine. But that's like, I mean, because Liv Tyler and him like have a big hug at the end. Everybody's celebrating. I feel that means instant invitation to this wedding. Oh, for sure. You know what the thing is? He doesn't Uh, give a shit. (laughs) Oh, oh, he turned it down. He sent a gift. I don't know. I think eventually she's going to sue them, so maybe not. 
Sue? Who, NASA? Yeah, I think that she might do that. You got no court in the land. NASA saved the world. NASA now runs the government. Well, no, because her the father has been impeached. Could you yep. imagine this that? That'd Emperor Billy Bob Thornton is what no, we got. Oh, no, her father, by defying NASA, uh, saved the world. I see. Excuse me. <laughs> I believe this woman has a case. I'm Alan Dershowitz. <laughs> I need to figure out what the fuck happened to Keith David. Because mm, yeah. I feel that's probably another toot sweet firing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was involved in the coup or something. <laughs> oh, right. When all nations of the world crumble. That'd be great if this was post apocalyptic <laughs> in the end credits. It's like a Mad Max wedding. <laughs> nice day for a Mad Max wedding. <laughs> A lot of the band's driving around <laughs> that fire car. No, I prefer more of a Star Wars thing. Like Liv Tyler gives a medal to Ben Affleck, a medal to Michael Clark Duncan. Sure. Uh, I remember Patton. the check that I wrote. We rented the fire car. <laughs> oh, man. That's the end of this fucking movie. Ugh. Would anybody recommend it? I, I will. I'll turn my key. I know I'm the only one. I... My mom loved this movie, watched it a hundred times. It's I don't like this movie. It's bad it's objectively bad. Right. Uh it's a hangover movie kind of for me. Like I can see this going on. I do think it's it's filled with character actors that I like doing fun ish things. The plot and the story are nonsense. That's me. No, it's shit. <laughs> I'm gonna say no. I didn't like revisiting this. I always remembered it was like I was like, well, it's all right. I always remembered that, but yeah. I was wrong. And I was like, oh, this is better than Deep Impact. I always thought that. But now I'm wa- I watch this. I'm like, it's so fucking boring. I'm like, is it better than Deep Impact? It is. Like, try and it's, watch Deep Impact. It is I still dare better than Deep you Impact, to watch, okay. I would say. I will have to, I will have to revisit it. But um, I'm going to say no, because I just did not enjoy watching this almost three-hour film. I am a hard pass on this movie, and I was actually surprised because I, I went into it like, oh boy, finally yeah. rewatching Armageddon after sure. all these That's years. That's kind of how I felt, too. Like, we had it on VHS. I've seen this movie a thousand times. Sure. Like, I just I haven't seen it in a really long time. Sure. And I guess I know now the reason why I fell off watch. I mean, I just, it was so bothersome. All the grab ass before we oh, fucking this, get him into space. Nothing but grab ass. We only start drilling with 58 minutes left in this movie. <laughs> what are we doing? doing you're right and that's why yeah i guess it serves as a good hangover movie because it's so fucking long mm-hmm. yes. because you can be miserable and puking your guts out and you're really not going to miss much until you know the last 20 minutes the, or whatever uh, the score is a bit much the score is but the the production design is terrible yeah the asteroid looks like a fucking Godsmack cover album. <laughs> it is a fun cast, though. So it is. It's a fun give, cast. I will yeah. give you that. It does have a good cast, but the people that I like in the cast, there's like so much other shit that you have to navigate what? around while those guys are just standing around doing nothing. The one thing I always will give Michael Bay is he will get his cast to perform for him. Yeah. That you're never like, very, there's not many lazy performances in Michael Bay movies. Apparently, Bruce Willis hated his guts. I don't. I, but, I mean,. I have a theory about that because yeah, oh. there's something on the Tribune about two alphas, like, two alphas, man. Oh, that's true. You can't have two junkyard dogs. That's right, right next to each other. But yeah, the Tribune said like he didn't appreciate his directing style and refused to work with him ever again. What I think that translates to Michael Bay said no to him about something, oh, and yeah. it was like, what the fuck did you just say to Bruce Willis, king of the movies? <laughs> you say no. Well, I say I'll never work with you again. It was probably the statue. Last shot of statue. 
the no. Rivendell oh, right. statue. Yeah, where's the statue in my fucking honor? What do you mean you didn't write that? He, Get JJ out here. He walked out of the premiere like fuming, <laughs> fuming. <laughs> that is Armageddon from 1998, directed by Sir Michael Bay, and that caps season eight of We Hate Movies. If you want more WHM, check out. Uh, Patreon.com slash We Hate Movies. Uh, while we're on our summer break, there will indeed be fresh Patreon updates all through the month of August. Yeah, we'll do an, a brand new episode on Jason Takes Manhattan. Yes. Boom. That's going to be an in studio episode that's going to tie in to our live episode on Jason X, which is coming out soon because August, guys. It's live not, month. It's a live month. We're not doing reruns. Right. So there will be fresh content. Mm-hmm. Next week is the Emoji Movie. Which mm-hmm. everyone, people have been screaming at us for the Emoji Movie. They I don't have. know. I don't know why. I don't get it. So there's there's gonna there's still gonna be a lot of great We Hate Movies content, and like like everyone said, Patreon. Pa- will have- the Patreon will still have the Nexus. New Nexus. Have- new Animation Damnation. Yep. New Prime Ep. Emoji, and that uh, Twilight Mentary that. Power Hour Twilight Terry is coming out. That's right. It's coming. I just have to put some, f- what you call finishing touches on it. Oh, I'm so excited. It's it's in the editing bay. That's right. Uh, follow us on Twitter. We are at WHM Podcast. And check us out on Instagram, also at WHM Podcast. Uh, rate and review the show wherever you get it. We would greatly appreciate it. We all hate movies at gmail.com. Right into that mailbag. In September, the mailbag will return uh, along with us with some brand spanking new apps for We Hate Movies Season 9. Until then, thank you for sticking around and supporting the show after all these grand years from but- from, from, from fucking gone fishing all the way up to Armageddon. All those fucking spines. <laughs> so many, so dude, many spines. So many spines. Dancing on spines. <laughs> so until next season, I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Sadak. Chris Cabin. Eric Siska. Take it easy. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>